0: Damn it, Beavis, why do you always do that? Why, why do I always do what? How come every time I say something, you, like, say the same thing? How come every time before I say something, you say the same thing? It's like, you just do it first. Bunghole. See, Beavis, you just did it again. See, see, you just did it again. Damn it, Beavis. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say, damn it. Hey, Beavis, I'm a big stupid butthole and my mom's a slut. Um, Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, you're a big, stupid butthole. (laughs) And and my mom's a slut.
1: (laughs) Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Yellow. Hello. 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 This is episode 159.
2: Wow. So you say we do about two hours a show with me and you. So we've been on over like 320 hours. Oh, my God. Ron, how do you even do it with that? How do you deal with this? I don't know. But we're not alone.
1: (laughs) We're not alone. We're not alone. Holy shit. We have a guest. Who is this guest, Mr. Ron? This is the master of IE Pinball. Inland Empire pinball, the streaming sensation Carl D'Angelo. Hello. Hello, Carl. Hello. Good afternoon, or in your case, morning. 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 Yes.
2: And we st- and everyone steals for every idea from you. So guess what? When it comes to streaming, they steal all the ideas. <laughs> you are the master.
1: Yes. Everyone, even the people who were streaming before Carl, have stolen the idea of streaming from Carl. Somehow. Yes, because Carl made it better, and they had to catch up. They had to catch up. Mhm. <laughs> so, Carl, you we're surprised you're here, and you haven't been arrested.
3: Yeah, I know. All that music, I'm all that music. On the you've been
1: you've been streaming Guns N' Roses. I don't believe you have not been just booted off Twitch immediately. I can't believe it either. Yikes! <laughs> what do you mean by that, Ron? Well, let's let's get into that because you know when it comes to streaming, this has been a very polarizing subject about what you can stream, what you can't stream and i know for you carl like you you're trying to get partner correct or at least kind of trying to get partner
3: yeah i've been trying to get partner for a while
1: what do you have to do to get partner it seems like insane
3: to get par- i mean the the primary the difficult item is having an average of 75 viewers over a month so that's 12 streams at least uh, with you know your total over 75 which for a pinball stream is extremely difficult i mean jack does it jack's got his audience you know cemented in basically which yeah. is great um, but anyone else on Pinball, you can see it's it's a very small audience that comes and watches things. So you can leverage large tournaments. Like if I had leveraged Pin Clash pro- properly, I might have been able to, to do it. Uh, I took the week off before Pin Clash, so I didn't uh, have my required twelve streams for the month. So yeah, I, but for partner, it's it's not that important. The only reasons I want partner is because I want transcodes always available. So that I can stream 1080 and not have to worry about people that have lesser bandwidth so they can still watch. And I want the opportunity to get in-disc on the front page.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. That's a good thing. Yeah, I know, at least when I've streamed, I think the only time we've gotten over 70 or whatever is tournament. Yeah, That's literally the only time we've ever done that. So,
2: Carl... You've been doing a lot in the past couple months with Ping Clash. Congratulations on that. That was an excellent, excellent view. Thank you. Do you have plans for Ping Clash Two? The Electric Boogaloo?
3: It might happen at some point. I, <laughs> I'm definitely taking a break because that took four months of my time to set up and, oh yeah, you know, build all the tutorials, build all the video assets, arrange everything. It it was a massive show and then you know i had a large crew helping me too in the yes you did uh, congratulations Which,
2: to all of them Congra- exactly. they all did a great job including yeah. the commentators everyone doing the judging the time everything that was very cool to see
3: yeah uh, yeah i was floored with how how much help i had and it would not have happened without all those people
2: so. that's the oldest guy that we, you know Ugh.
3: uh yeah him i don't know about yeah yeah he, he goes for the next one
1: yeah there you go
3: i love the judging
1: <laughs> It felt like the NFL, you know, we have to go to New York City to get the ruling, and you're just, you're waiting for the, the ruling to come back.
3: So many of those decisions landed on the second, you know, it, it blew my mind. I, I wasn't expecting that many to come down to, you know, that wire where we have to watch the VOD to see,
1: okay, exactly
3: on the timestamps, was this 30 seconds or was it 31 seconds? You know, it, yeah. crazy.
1: For those who don't know what pin clash was, it was basically head-to-head, With challenges and timed so if someone finishes their challenge before the other person or if they appear to finish at the exact same time there needs to be a review to see who won over the internet yeah over the
2: internet not even at the same place with two different machines well well, same machine two different locations. same Same machine
1: yes two different locations possibly or same title i guess i should say not the same machine machine Plus, like the last two weekends, you have been showing some replays.
3: Yeah, I've got all this extra footage that I haven't stuck on YouTube yet, so I thought I might as well um, start replaying it on Twitch and see if there's an audience for it, and it looks like there is. So as long as people are enjoying it, I'll keep throwing stuff up there and maybe even pull up some of the old tournaments that uh, no one watches anymore on YouTube. you know pull up an old Indus gear of like 2018, 2017, something, or we'll, we'll see. see where I'm going. I've got free play Florida still from 2019. I haven't edited yet. That'll be next up.
1: I enjoyed Indisc especially because since I was there, I didn't actually see the stream. I never watched it because I was there.
3: You were commentating.
1: <laughs> oh God, that's right. Yeah, the classics final.
3: Yeah, they they abandoned you at the end of it. I remember. Yeah, they
1: abandoned <laughs> me and I was all alone. And then Carl says like, "Plug this" or, or "mention this," and then I forgot what he said. Fail. <laughs> yeah. We got through it. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. And then this week, or last weekend, or I guess this weekend when we're recording, you did the uh, California State Finals. With a twist, you had, like, live commentary. Current commentary.
3: Yeah, I wanted to try that, see if it, uh, if it worked out or not. Kind of an experiment. And I, th- I think it did. A little rough at first, but uh, for the final match, uh, we had uh, Adam Leftoff, Kaylee George, Raymond Davidson, and Snow Galvin. And myself on there i think it worked out so maybe that'll be something we go forward with for like the last couple games in in these replays
1: yeah i mean i can't believe jim Belcito beat you again and you picked again. the same games as last time i don't understand
3: and that was his first state championship that he won which is cool yeah
2: so i see you've been nominated for a couple of things sir for ie
3: pinball some nominations have come through yeah yes uh
2: the Twips for uh, This Week in Pinball for uh, Best Streamer and also for the Pinball Industry Awards, you were also nominated for Best Pinball Streamer. So okay. we hope for that. And you can still vote for the Twips, so if you have not voted yet, we're going to push our seven listeners right onto you, Carl, and hopefully get you... <laughs> <laughs> is, it
1: a, is it a raid? It's a raid! It's a raid. raid. Vote raid. <laughs> so, Carl, <laughs> let's just say I'm, I'm a new streamer. I want to get into this thing for whatever reason. I want to get those five people watching my pinball stream. (laughs) What kind of equipment should I buy? What should I do? Give me some advice. And how much do you expect to spend?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's the key. How much do you want to – that's always my first question. Okay, what's your budget? How much are you you looking to spend? Because for – my biggest recommendation is to start small. You know, I don't like webcams. I don't like using webcams for streaming. But if it's your first time streaming – Try out with a cheap laptop or whatever you've got around the house and um, some webcams. Don't put too much investment into it until you know that you're going to enjoy doing this. So just a, a snowball mic, three webcams, laptop, and, you know, some stands to put the cameras on. That's really all you need to get started. And then if you enjoy it, then you can, you know, bump up to some HDMI capable cameras, whether it be cams or, uh, or SLRs, uh, digital SLRs or mirrorless cameras let's start small
1: it does seem there's there's three levels there's your webcam level and then you graduate to like the handy cams and then you go to the the high level which is now your your mirrorless mirrorless cameras which i was so confused like you, you mean an actual just a camera like you you know point and shoot take pictures of like that does video now i'm just so not not with the times on that so and that's what you're using now correct
3: yeah, I, I use a mix of that, and I, I've moved recently to a um, Sony ZV-1. It's more of a like a point-and-shoot camera, but it's built for vlogging. And uh, that's my—I think I may be moving to that for all my cameras if I can pull together the funds for it. They're not cheap, so—but um, when tournaments start back up, it'll be better to have those than the mirrorless that I'm using. The, you know, they're a step up from the handycams, but they're, they're about the same quality as the mirrorless, but they're more portable. Uh, the power requirements are— easier to manage just a single usb instead of the mirrorless you have to buy additional equipment and often they have two usbs so they take more power and they don't last as long as batteries which is hard for the wireless rig you know to move things around because you need something that last eight to ten hours at least which those things don't in in most cases unless you buy a massive battery
1: how much do those cameras usually cost carl
3: uh they're seven to eight hundred
1: i think right <gasps> yeah. yeah oh my gosh yeah like seven hundred something dollars if you get them on ebay yeah. yeah. Yeah, eBay is a good source. I just got the Sony CV1. Ah, the only issue I had with it was its field of view is not the same as the 405.
3: It is not. It correct.
1: is not. I didn't realize it was that much different because I had it I put it in the rig in the usual spot and it, it zoomed all the way out and like I couldn't do demo man. It wasn't getting the side. So I actually had to remount it higher on my rig. And my my rig is shorter. My rig is just it, so it can roll around my basement. It's not like full height, I guess. But that that worked. Remounting it there. The only is, the only issues I have now are with two games, and Bruce can probably guess what those are. What two games would I have issues with with Field of View? I'm
2: trying to think, Field of View with two games. Uh... Can't get the
1: whole playfield in there. Well, wide. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Wide oh, body. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. Big game. Big game. Yeah. And and uh... and. and, and other, uh... Cheetah.
2: Cheetah, that's right. You Cheetah. know, the play
1: field that you have right next to your games where I, I was know. just, yeah.
2: Sitting, uh, Sitting right there. IOS. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah luckily I had a, like an older mount because I couldn't use like the clip mount. It was still too low. So I needed another way to get it higher, but not, I couldn't have it higher than the rig because then it would hit stuff when I'm trying to roll <laughs> the rig around. But that, that worked. But like, that's the only two games I'll have an issue with. But even then, mm. it's like you don't get the shooter lane, but you can still get the game. Oh, well.
3: Oh,
2: well. Oh, well. Do you see any other, other investments coming your way, Carl? Like any other ideas in the crock pot?
3: And no other real ideas. I, I'd like to upgrade my wireless capability, but I'm using prosumer equipment already for that. And if I bump up to something better, it's thousands and thousands of dollars. And I'm not, I'm not willing to invest that much into, gotcha. into better wireless equipment.
1: Okay, so, so I've gone to the next level. I have, I have my ZV-1s in place, but I want to do some stuff with direct audio capture and direct video capture. What do I get for that stuff? And depending on the game, what do I get for, like, I have Sterns, I have Williams games. Like, what, what can I do?
3: All right, let's start with Stern, because the issue with Stern is they, they, they have a direct capture device, but they're not releasing it, they, they claim, because of DMCA Issues, which I don't know if that's the real reason or not. But uh, regardless, there is an alternative uh, on AliExpress or Amazon. There's an Amazon seller that carries these things. It's an LVDS to HDMI adapter board will convert the signal on those uh, on their displays to HDMI. So you can pull that out for direct feeds. Other companies, most of them have HDMI outs already. So you just need a splitter, an HDMI splitter, and you pull that into your HDMI capture board. It's pretty darn simple. Audio is a little trickier to me. I like the Go XLR uh, this um, mixer to pull audio in. I mean, you need hardware to grab the audio from the game, of course. So I use Pinnovator's sub outputs. They uh, they basically just double out the um, the audio channel. So it's not it's not sending just a subwoofer, you know, a low frequency. Uh, audio stream it sends the whole thing and you can uh grab that on whatever you want to put it into on your computer
1: yeah and i looked at they, they look like they have like all the williams like even going back to like system 11 and stuff they have yeah, exactly. different kits and they're only like 35 bucks per game one of the cheaper things i've seen right exactly
3: i know so other people have you know they put alligator clips on with the speakers and pull it out that way i haven't explored that path yet it's something I want to try because if you pull an older game, you know, like say, say an older Bally, you know, say a Flash Gordon you want to pull direct audio out of. I haven't gone down that path yet. Um, spookies are easy because they pull audio over HDMI. So you don't yes. even have to worry about that. And JJP is just a uh, standard audio splitter that you can use.
2: Okay, so simpler, definitely.
1: Okay, what about my DMD games?
3: Those are, you just use the uh, Pinnovators piece.
1: So there's a Pinovators DMD extender thing.
3: Oh, you're talking about direct displays for DMD. So yeah. uh, Doctor Pinball's, uh, it's, uh, my gosh, uh, DMD extender. <laughs> Doctor
1: Pinball. Doctor
3: Pinball, yeah, uh, Dr. that's Pinball. fantastic. I, I, we used them at disc one year for eight or nine of the machines. But, you know, the last year I was crazy enough to hook up cameras to every single game, mm. but they're. Great device, and yeah, you, you, don't get, you can't get color DM, DMD out of them because color DMD uses a LVDS connection to the display, and it's not the same as what Stern does. The connector, no one's been able to find a connector that I know of that will um, grab a color DMD direct, but mm-hmm. you get the monochrome you know, DMD with that device.
1: And by the fact it's called a DMD extender, can you still, will you still have your DMD functioning at the same time you're outputting the DMD to something else? Yeah
3: exactly yeah you just you output it to use a raspberry pi on the dmd extender and that uh, converts it to hdmi but the um actual dmd on the the game just uses a pass-through ribbon cable hmm. you've
2: blown you've blown me away with money <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do i get for software how do i capture all this sure, i'm getting all this stuff out of my games where am i sending it to
3: Software. Most people are using OBS. It's free. It's a bit of a learning curve, but it's uh, very powerful. If you want to move to something easier to use, there's XSplit, but that costs money. How much? Yeah. What's the? I. I mean, they have a monthly and lifetime license. You know, whatever you want to pay, pretty much. If you want to pay the fifteen or twenty, I honestly don't know what it is monthly. The lifetime's like two sixty or three hundred, somewhere in that range.
2: So once you've decided that this is your thing you want to do forever then buy the lifetime so you're not, you know, if it's within your budget.
3: Right. Yeah, if you want to go XSplit. Now I I've I've used XSplit for years and uh for Pin Clash I had to move over to OBS cuz with all the inputs and all the captures I was using it was crashing XSplit constantly.
1: Are you going to go to that permanently or keep uh, using XSplit for your regular streams or Exactly. I'm jumping back
3: and forth between the two. It depends on what computer I'm on and where I'm streaming from. There are things in Xplit, that, like the, the whiteboard feature, is so much easier to use than OBS. I know there's a plugin written by one of the pinball community uh, members, uh, Mike Welsh, for uh, OBS. So you can do, you know, telestrations in OBS. But uh, in Xplit, it's just so simple to do. And it's basically that. If I, if I want to throw something t- together in five minutes, I can do it in Xplit faster than I can in OBS.
1: Okay. Okay. So hardware... What do I need? I have all this HDMI coming in. How, how do I get this into my PC or laptop or my Mac? Although you probably don't have a Mac.
3: <laughs> Please no Macs. No, I, no okay. Macs. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, well, let's see. So you need HDMI capture devices. So if you're going just with – a lot of people go with one or two HDMI and then use USB for the third or fourth cameras. For that, uh, most likely a Elgato Cam Link for a single – uh, input. It's a USB device that captures. You know, it just goes to HDMI to USB. Uh, if you want to go big time and go with a desktop machine, I use a Magewell uh, quad HDMI capture. So it's a single PCI Express card that has four HDMI inputs, and that card is expensive, but it's been the best purchase I did for that machine, just because it's it. Any signal I throw at it, it captures without any question, no blips, no no issues whatsoever. Um, especially with the oddball resolutions, sometimes on the like the JJP smaller screens, they're often like a 480 resolution or they're something different. So that device has been able to pick up anything that I've I've thrown at it.
1: And that is quite expensive. It's like it is it's quite like... expensive, but on eBay they're
3: about half price used, so okay. you can go that route. But you need a desktop, and most people don't want to use a desktop for. For streaming. They want to use laptops so that can set on the machine right next to them and uh, just run the cables to that.
1: So another thing you've been doing for quite a while now is streaming wizard modes. <laughs> <laughs> you get a game. Usually a lot of these times there are games that are loaned to you to try to get the wizard mode on. And either they're ridiculously hard to begin with or it's a game where they've made it ridiculously hard <laughs> to try to, to challenge you to try to get to the wizard mode. And of course I'm thinking of games like Big Buck Hunter.
3: Mhm. Yep.
1: And 24. Would you say between these two games that they almost broke you?
3: Uh yeah yeah, definitely. But, but, I mean Buck Hunter was at the beginning of all this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And the, the thing with Buck Hunter is I did that daily until I finished it. Yeah, you did? I wasn't stopping. I'm like now I'm I'm you know, I'm not going the same game for 13 14 days no. uh, i'll take breaks so that's why buck hunter almost broke me
2: it was Just funny to though I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say something i was watching him and he did simpson's so fast it's like boom he did simpson's like a couple days like wow okay <laughs> and then he goes big buck Hunter. i'm like uh-oh this is gonna be a challenge and it became a challenge really bad <laughs> i was like i came in every day just to see i thought one day you were just gonna go like slanted like going into a rage tilt or something you're just like really i'm this close and no
1: <laughs> and yeah over,
3: just like, and over again yeah oh
1: god that's the thing for our listeners carl doesn't swear no he he's, he's swear. very clean so to actually hear him slip up at least once or twice yeah. when the force yeah. of those two streams was, it's just music to my oh, ears.
2: It was, it was golden. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. But it was very cool to see. And you've been doing some great challenges, you know, between those games and the others, you know, you've been, you been did Avengers again, you know, right, right? And like, I did older the, Avengers.
3: The older, yeah, that was, that was funny timing too. Cause I had no idea Infinity Quest was going to be released and, I uh, yeah, I got requests for this, so I found a, uh, you know, one of the local guys here had a had a machine they were willing to lend me. So I was like, okay, let's do this. And then the week after Infinity Quest is released, and the, the it timing,
1: was it was fitting, yeah. perfectly fitting. And I would say, I mean, especially during Big Buck Hunter, I noticed the in the increase in the viewer count. Like the longer it went, you just because you see you had a counter of like the number of plays. And it just started a you hundred, know, hundred one, hundred two. It's like, oh my god! Like, how many at two hundred?
3: It got up there for some of them. I don't know if it was that high, uh, but uh, definitely in the hundreds, in the in the low hundreds uh, for sure, which is surprising again. And uh, another time, I didn't take advantage of that to to try and get partner. Uh, my timing on getting partner has been pretty poor. <laughs> I will say that.
1: Well, twenty four was heavily mod. Like what it originally had what lightning flippers. Had an entire what gate removed, all these crazy mods to it that make it just obscenely hard. Right, a it, it, ball guide
3: was removed completely. So the the center ramp, you know, the left ramp, I guess you could say. Yep. It normally has a, a ball guide that uh you know you can just hit on it. That that ramp is so easy to hit normally. It it, it hits the ball guide goes up the ramp whatever. Uh, and there's only one exit out of the pump bumper uh, pump bumper nest on the right hand side. So this uh the owner. Removed that ball guide, plugged some of the holes there because there's a lamp socket holes. And so the ball can exit out on the left hand side of the pop up nest, which added so much randomness to the game and made that ramp a lot harder to hit. And then the game had lightning flippers and had super bouncy rub- um, super bands in places, you know, strategic spots to, to make it difficult. It was a, it was a nightmare. It was. And I, I never—I looked at that game and I went, this isn't going to take that long. And on the first stream, I nearly got there when, before even knowing the rules and how to do it. And then I never got that close until the, till the last day. The very. <laughs> day.
1: And you eventually put regular flippers on there.
3: Yes, I did. I took the lightings yeah. off and put regular flippers on because I was going insane.
1: We have like Big Buck Hunter. You were doing a thing where uh, I think you, you got it with the hat on. You were wearing the cap.
3: I was wearing the cap, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the hunter hat that was sent to me
1: and you have also the the cone of shame What what's the cone of shame about i remember turning on once and you're wearing a cone like why is he wearing a cone
3: (laughs) the cone of shame is is well okay i want i wanted to have a a dunce hat at first for when i make a horrible flip or fail you know some some flub i found the cone of shame instead it was from exploding kittens one of that card game one of the expansion packs so i thought it'd be fun the only time I made a massive mistake, I'd put the cone of shame on. Now, I hate the damn thing, because uh, if you don't know, uh, Zach McCarthy, Z-Mac Pinball is always trying to get me to wear it, so I made it a channel points reward that uh, you have to pay points to get me to wear the cone of shame when I do something wrong. Well, one stream he decided, and this was also my fault, he decided to spend all his channel points to get me to wear the cone of shame for, the, for like an hour. Oh, nice. So, I, and I didn't have any limits on it, which was my mistake. So I had like 10 redemptions in a row. So I wore the thing. Just, I stared him down and went, I'm doing this. You did it fine. I don't like it, but I'm wearing the damn thing. So yeah, it's just a fun thing overall. Uh, I want to burn this one. I'm done with (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) So which was harder, 24 or Big Buck Hunter?
3: That's the question, isn't it? That's it. I mean... I would almost say Big Buck Hunter. It's tough to say, though, because 24, the three main goals is like having... It's like having three monster bucks in one game that you have to do because the three balls progress doesn't save over. you; It resets every time. So if you don't do it during that one multi ball, you, you're you doing it all over again. But I think I would say Buck Hunter agree.
2: Yeah, I was going to agree with that one.
3: Definitely. On a standard Buck Hunter, you're still going to have you're gonna have trouble getting there, but on the standard 24, it's not going to be nearly as difficult.
2: Good answer.
1: Good answer. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> now you do stream some of your own games on your channel. I do. Like Avengers, Guns and Roses. How how are you liking those? Those are two of the, I would say, the highest rated releases of last year.
3: Yeah, I, and I don't buy that many new games, which is but this year really caught me for some reason so uh both of those games are, are phenomenal games I, i'm hooked on guns and roses i'm it it fits my play style perfectly i love the risk reward of, of building up a song to maximum value and and and, and losing it and you know <laughs> crying over the 100 million points, points lost but uh it's just fun uh it's the building phases of a uh, you know before you get into a song of trying to build a booster multi-balls, getting the patches, collecting everything I can. You know, just bring it all in until I can get to the song and then try and maximize the value. It's it's, it's great. I, I love what they've done. And then Avengers is completely different. You know, that is more strategic in what you're doing, I feel. The the gems, I still can't wrap my head around some of the gem strategies. I don't have any any... Okay, to
1: So welcome,. Carl, to the Carl yeah. does it. Okay. it's too hard. It's too complicated. <laughs> this is proof, folks. This is proof that that is the rule rule set is too difficult. Yeah, but I have
3: some, but the, it's the it's stuff like the space gym. I forget to use the space gym to move gyms to recharge them, or to where I should put the space gym. So uh, you have to think so far ahead, like, okay, I've got the mind gym on Black Widow. I want to use my mind gym during this mode and then use the space gym to move the mind gym, to recharge it, to use the mind gym again. And I've just confused you.
1: Yes. Say what? Yeah, what? <laughs> See, the, uh, this, this is the problem. Yeah, it is. But it's a great shooting game.
3: At the same time, you do not have to do that. You, the, the game shoots great. There's, there's great rules in there as it is. You don't have to pay that much attention to the gyms to progress in the game. It's that extra level for the people that want to do it.
1: Do you ever think the manufacturers get worried when they see you streaming something in case some issues come up with the game? <laughs> <laughs> I.e., I Aven- your Avengers Ellie has a warp play feel. It had issues with the, the ball walker. Your Guns N' Roses has the, the hot flipper syndrome, it seems. I turn on and I see a weird temperature sensors on display on the screen. It's like left flipper, right flipper, like 200 degrees. Like, Whoa, seems kind of hot for a flipper. Well,
3: I, I would hope if if they see issues that it it helps them out, yes, to, to correct whatever they need, they need to on the lines or or figure out solutions.
2: So you've done this in the past for another game.
3: I did for for Rick and Morty. I made a lot yes. of changes to that game. I, I moved oh the rails God. quite heavily, and that wasn't even my game. That was a Shane's game over at Ace Ascosi mm-hmm. Yep, game.
1: that was one of the first ones. Yes, it was. Yeah, which they made modifications probably along the lines of what Carl did on future yeah. models. I mean, in the, the warp play field, how did he even figure out it was warped?
3: <laughs> because I, I'd, I'd drop a ball on the right-hand side by my hand and it would, uh, you know, go to the right. Same thing on the left. So I pulled out my, uh, I took the ramps off and I pulled out my level and, Oh, look, the level does, isn't level on this. It's rocking back and forth. Mm, let's measure this and see how much, uh, you know, Twisted how much twist, yeah, exactly.
1: Ouch. Yeah,
3: not good. I, I think that's a very common issue on Stern right now, too. Yes, which, it is. Which right. is a problem. I mean, people look at the, the clear coat and the insert issues, but I think wood quality is a bigger issue than both of those.
2: I think it's thinner. We've commented in the past, so I think that's a big problem.
1: Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared now. <laughs> why yeah, is, Why
2: so, are you scared,
1: Ron? Because my Jurassic Park's on order. I'm scared. Is Gosh, it going to be warped or anything when it arrives. And I'm worried the same thing. I
3: have a pro right now, and I've I have a premium on order. I've had it on order since July with the the IFPA rewards, and it's supposed to be here February finally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm worried about it now that it's you know the wood quality isn't going to be there on it. I'll get a warped
1: feel. You got it with the rewards yeah. last year. Oh, okay. So you've you've had a slight increase in the price. Oh yeah, I took that an increase. Yep. Yeah yeah, and you're in California, so oh that's probably going to be. I almost canceled. Yeah, it was it was about seven hundred bucks. Oh, seven hundred?
3: Little in between six and seven. I think. Yeah, because
1: you got the higher taxes there. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that in a previous episode. Uh, it was so the way they did it, like all the games for this going into this year now, like they're not even honoring the old price. But I guess yeah, you, that hurt. Yeah, that hurt. But, I mean, they could argue you didn't put any money down.
3: Like, uh, you know, uh. Uh, yeah. then my check, my check was already over there.
1: That's true. It was already with Josh, but it wasn't cash. Yeah, it just yet. wasn't cash. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've been through the procedure.
2: <laughs> and and they did the same thing again with Batman and
1: oh, we'll get well, and uh, well Let's talk about that. Let's since we're on Stern. If we're gonna say stuff about Stern, that's bad. At least be legit. Of course. That was pretty. Shitty move there. That was, that was a douchey move.
2: Yeah. So what yeah. they did
1: is, if you had an order in for Elvira or Batman 66, and you probably had it in for months, because yep. it's been months since they made them, basically Stern got in touch with their distributors and told them, all orders for those two games are canceled, and if they want to reorder, it's $500 more. Yeah, that was douchey. That's kind of douchey. But you know what, Bruce? People mostly rebought back in. Yeah, I would say ninety five plus percent of people were like, oh, okay. Well,
2: because you got so used to oh, I'm getting this game. But honestly, if I had to order in and then said, Boy, I need more money, you should have said, Okay, as of January fifteenth, any order after January fifteenth is going to be increased. Any order before, we will accept and go from there. And it would you know, on the fourteenth, yeah. at, at, at five o'clock you put this email out. Yeah. Go on. Done. I wouldn't care that.
1: It was kind of the same thing with the the rewards, just the way it just was announced, and then anything after this is now this. It's like, well, normally I'd already have the game by now, but since you guys are so behind... Yeah,
2: now I get screwed twice. Now I'm
1: screwed. I have to pay an extra $500 whatever to get this game. Mm Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Which is increased more all around because it's all taxes and everything else. And I understand some of it is cost of wood and that kind of stuff also. But why is it
1: only those two games?
3: Yeah, that was my question. Why those That's two?
1: exactly. Yeah, unless they're supposed to be a higher – I mean I don't see how they would cost that much more. And
2: another thing is you know, I know Bat- people are saying Batman hasn't been increased in three years. Okay, I agree with that. Maybe it does need an increase. But still, $500 right off the bat, maybe you go like what you've been doing in the past for all the other Stern games, $100 or 250 maybe, not just cancel everyone's order, and then $500, let's get it. Come on, bring it on. That, that was pretty dickish.
1: And the other thing, go back to the rewards program, I think yeah. in Carl's case, like you're in California. It's not like, like technically, if I knew someone in Massachusetts that was close to me, I could have it sent there and not get that, incur that extra charge. I mean, how long do you have to drive to get out of state?
3: <laughs> if you wanted
1: to do something like, like you, and I don't even know if any states around there, is Nevada tax-free? Tax yeah.
3: No, it's not. I'd, I'd have to go to Oregon.
1: Oregon. Oh, my gosh. Which, no way. No. Wow, so all the Seattle people, and they got a lot of good players there, so they're getting all their games way cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Damn.
2: Portland, Portland's good, too, see?
1: Plus, if you're in Chicago, like, you, you just pick it up in Wisconsin.
2: Yep, that's the easy way.
1: You, well, I don't know if you heard our episode, but you, you came up. Because <laughs> so I brought it. In, like, poor Carl.
4: He's, he's, gonna gonna gonna, he, he's really
1: going to be paying because he's in California. He can't even drive anywhere else to pick it up somewhere.
3: Well, so, so technically, I'm supposed to pay the tax as it is, right? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. If we're
1: all and supposed if to pay the tax. And if you didn't, you're supposed to report, report that Report it did, on you your know. taxes, yes. Right. So, so
3: that, really, any, in theory, it's only a small increase from the shipping price because my shipping price was quoted lower than the flat 300 yeah. they're doing now
1: yes most people were i don't know that's another thing that kind of got me a little that's bit. that's true because you're getting the flat fee so that that's where you'd be kind of screwed if if you're relatively close but now in your your shipping was low and now it's higher because it's a flat fee hmm. that also could hurt and
2: they're making money on it still they really are because most people didn't pay 300 through any other place it's really rare. And now charging $300 as their flat fee. Say, if I was in Indiana, that truck only costs probably about 80 bucks to 100 bucks in diesel and dropping it from one place to another place. But in California or maybe Florida, yeah, maybe it is close to that
3: $300.
2: Nickeling and
1: diming us bastards.
3: If <laughs> you want to talk about nickel and diming, you get into the topper talk, okay?
1: Oh, oh, God. That's, oh. oh, God. We didn't even mention that. Okay. Well, speaking of, you were on the podcast, Bruce, with the Topper King. I know I
2: was on the Popper, popper, popper Topper King. And oh, my God. It is the stupidest. I, I don't agree with charging literally $1,000. Like yeah, $1,000 for a topper. And some toppers will do better, like on Jurassic Park, you get a topper for Jurassic Park, you get an extra mode. But some toppers, you're not getting anything extra, and you're still paying
1: $1,000. What the F? It looks like they're just... <laughs> some of the pricing it's is money weird. Grab. It's weird, and then there'll be ones that are lower for no reason. They're all over the map. It's... Of course, I'm, I'm part of the problem, because I have my Star Wars topper. So. Yeah, see? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> nope, no toppers here. But it's so cool. It's R2-D2, and he moves. The only one I got
2: is free. I got the free topper. On my Rick and Morty. That's it.
1: Yes. And it's pretty cool topper. Yeah. No? I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> I wouldn't have paid for it at all. Okay. But you know, yeah. So they seem to like you on the pinball show. They kinda did, I think. I think You and Zach bonded. I, I think you're like yes. bros now or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're bros,
2: man. Yo G. No, it was i it was I was very lucky to be on that show. I felt very privileged. And afterwards, the response I got was just overwhelming. I didn't expect as many people emailing, texting me, messaging me. Some of these people I never even heard of. Oh, now that I heard you on this, I'm going to go hopefully hear you on Slamtilt. Like, where the hell have you been for the past five years? Oh,
1: that's a great <laughs> response, Bruce.
2: <laughs> that's me, of course, you know. <laughs> of
1: course. Well, the thing is, you got to hear what Bruce says when I can't censor him. Yes. <laughs> And some of the stuff, man. Oh, yeah, oh, it wasn't made, too bad. It wasn't too we bad. We made some comments about Mr. Fix,
2: which have now been, uh, I heard, uh, it was on the super awesome pinball show. They said that Dave only meant one person, as I also stated. Dave was going after one podcaster. and
1: Yeah, the one we don't mention, but you immediately mentioned on that show several of course, times. Uh, yes. <sighs> <laughs> See what I do with Carl? You know, I try to stay out of this stuff, and then he just gets me into trouble.
2: I just throw out the line and see what can I hook.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Because, you know, we have a new segment.
2: Yes, we will. Now, that's a tease for later on.
1: It's a tease for later on.
2: So, uh, you have two great new games with uh, Guns N' Roses and with Avengers, and you're getting another great game with Jurassic Park Premium. What makes you do you what you say? Guns N' Roses really clicked with you, and you said it really the risk and rewards. Is it the shots for you also, or is it just, just that risk and reward really keeps you sucked in?
3: It's a combination of them. Okay. Um, Perfect. it really is. Uh, the, the shots they're not as you know, Avengers shoots better. I'll, I'll yes. admit that, admit that. No, no question there. Um, but Guns N' Roses shoots great too. Um, it does it's just the, the the variety of the play. it's really like it's like two different games you know you you've got the like I said earlier, the build phase and then the song phase, and um I feel the
1: songs actually pull you more into that game
3: they do they do, really by, do. by far
1: I didn't realize there was a build phase until I watched you yes. playing and you were getting all these other multi balls before the song multi ball, and there seems to be like six of them, like everything is a multi ball. I'm surprised there's not a multi ball multi ball it's just there's so many multi balls. And then there's the patch thing. Like, how does the patches work? What is that all about?
3: Patches, are they just uh, enhance some part of the game. So, you know, like they'll give, for those booster multi-balls, just four patches, and each patch for each individual one, and like for throw the lights, it increases the the combo time. So you have more time to combo the ramps because that's how you score in that one. Then the other patches give you, the sponsor patches, you know, give you certain band members' always uh, spotted during the game so you don't have to shoot their shots to spot them um or makes it easier to spot things or gives you increased score on this or that or makes tour easier gives you more time for on the road it, you know a lot of things i mean there's 36 of them
1: yeah and some of them are like condom what it's, <laughs> <laughs> some of the it's like wow okay i will say it's probably one of the most approachable games they've made as yes. far as a beginner i just want to get in a song and then someone, yeah. say, Carl plays it, okay, I want to do all this other stuff before I get in the song, because it makes the yes. song worth way more.
3: Exactly, yeah. You can you can play as much as you want before the song, pretty much. I mean, I found a way to pretty much extend those uh, booster balls as, as long as I want.
1: And would you say, well, <laughs> I think as far as me and Bruce is concerned, it's the game of the year. Yes. Like it, it should win whatever awards for game of the year. I would yeah. say, I, I think it just... It has that little extra something that maybe Avengers doesn't have.
3: Exactly. It's got the full it's the full package.
1: Like Avengers has the play field. I mean it shoots like a dream. But it doesn't it doesn't suck me in.
3: It's lacking on the presentation, I think. The the, the light show's getting great as the code expands, but I feel like the the animation Animations. it it's very simplistic. It's very basic. It's I mean you know, single images moving across the screen with no, no real animation. And then, like, the main screen, the trophy room, I, 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 you know, I know it shows my trophies, but I, I can't see them and I, it just doesn't do anything for me. I can't, it doesn't draw me in.
1: It's, yeah, it's just more, I want more energy. Or, well, I like goofy games, as I've stated many times on this podcast. Like, when I fire up Deadpool, I left my ass off. I mean, that game, that game's funny as hell.
2: Even Rick and Morty and that kind of stuff. Yes, funny as hell. You don't get pulled in on it in Avengers.
1: Yeah. I honestly, and I played, you know, we'll get into this later, but I, I played some more um, Jurassic Park. And as much as I was banging on, uh, bagging on some of the call-outs, the more I listened to them, the more funny they became to me. Some of, <laughs> I, I actually kind of like some of them now, like the bad Australian accent. or Plus it's got the John Williams music, so that automatically puts it another level above.
3: Right, but at the same time, Jerry Thompson's score that he wrote for that is, is fantastic. I mean, I listened to so much of it because of Pink Clash, because they, they let me use the music for it. And it, it's great. It's, it's, I think it's some of his best work.
1: You got to use the music for it. Did you get permission from Stern? I got
3: permission to use the music.
1: Wow! <gasps> Speaking of permission, did you know that Stern has updated their end-user license agreement? Specific of that pesky little thing that said that Stern doesn't allow you to s- stream.
3: I've seen the posts online. I haven't read it myself completely through, but, but I saw the, the updated line. Here's yeah. the
1: updated line. In view of the rights held by third-party owners of authorized content, e.g. music and video clips, Stern does not have the legal authority to give permission to stream the gameplay of Stern Pinball Machines. Okay. 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 So you're on your own. You're on your own. That's CYA. I mean, that's, that's probably what it should, should have said from the start. Yeah. But there you go. But I mean, people getting on Stern for that, the original agreement. I mean, like I said, if you want to get on them, get on them for wart play fields and price increases. Yes. Don't get on them for this. Because let's face it, here we go. I'll, I'll run the scenario by you. Say pinball browser. Which most of these things were basically don't use Pinball Browser in their end user license agreement interface. Don't use Pinball Browser. <laughs> say uh, Oliver from Pinball Browser, he he adds support for Jersey Jack. You can now do Jersey Jack games. So I take uh, a game that uh, Carl's very familiar with, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know the game that doesn't really have anything from the movies in it, except the one big character who does the voices, but that's it. And say um, you know we're going to change that. We're gonna do the like they did with Jurassic Park, the treatment on that. We're gonna put all the movie clips in there. We're gonna to have tons of Captain Jack in the game, tons of you know all that stuff that they couldn't get the rights to. We're gonna put in, and then we're gonna stream it. Do you think Jersey Jack's gonna be okay with that? Of
2: course not. Of course not. Of course not. No, no. I was the same thing.
1: Because it isn't Toy Story. Disney also. This yeah. doesn't Disney yes, so own everything, Pixar's, so yeah. since that's supposedly what they're working on, I mean, how do you think they would feel if they see streams, but not that they're looking for streams, but I mean, it could come up. Like, what's all this crap in your game that we didn't give you rights to? Yeah. It's the same scenario. They're just covering their ass. That's all it is. People need to chill. Carl's still streaming. He hasn't been pulled yet. up, man. <laughs> say, Shut up, <laughs> we should ask carl so carl if we don't want to get pulled what are some tips you can give me since you've been streaming so much guns and roses to not get pulled
3: i mean i don't know it, it's possible i get pulled in the future because uh oh, it it's, is it's all it's all twitch yeah so I, i'm rolling the dice right now to be honest it's a matter of does twitch go back and and look at uh, previous recordings or does the the recording industry uh look back and see even though i've deleted them. I know they're still on the servers somewhere. I, I read about that, so you can get DMCA strikes for for things you haven't even kept online. But so, it, but but I have to hope that Twitch is going to make deals with the record companies, kind of like YouTube does. So oh, yeah. when I put a, a video on YouTube, if you're monetizing it, all the money goes to the record companies, basically. Yeah, the end user. You yeah, yeah.
1: Well, sometimes it doesn't work anyway. Because then you have that issue with the um, billion dollar babies there. The wizard mode. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I was going to say that. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, yeah, Alice Cooper, all the it was that one was weird because all the other songs were fine. But then billion dollar babies is held by some other record company. And they say, no, wait, you can't put this on here no matter what. So I muted the audio for it so I can keep the video up there, which is it sucks. It's this, this empty void at the end of, you know, this massive wizard mode. But whatever you, you gotta know what you got to do I don't understand the, the the companies it's not like I'm it's not like you're going to these things you know this kind of a stream to to, to listen to the music yeah you got all these sound effects on top and no one's going to make a recording off of this but I understand that it's they want to maintain their uh, you know property think about
1: YouTube that's like if you upload a video that's unlisted or private it doesn't matter like if it has content in it they'll still even though, if it's not public yet You'll still get yeah. the uh, message, you know, oh, there's problems with this. And like you said, there are just certain songs that just seem, you can put some out there, but others are just like, you know, not even a warning, like, no, we're going to mute this. You, you can't put this on there. You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC, as an example. Mm. It literally played, I had my sound way down on my ACDC stream, and a little of that bled through at one point, and boom, just that one song got a hit. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Sorry, right, let's see if I have any more streaming questions for Carl. Well, I have the master on here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the issues I have with streaming is I'm trying to figure out how to set up all the other Twitch crap. You know, all the, you know, send me bits, do this, you know, make cool animations <laughs> go across the screen, when you, when you all that stuff. Is there any easier ways of doing that? there are different builds of of these programs that have stuff included so it's easier to implement. That's where I just don't want to spend the time to do all that crap. I use Streamlabs
3: for all the overlay stuff, so for the chat box and for the alerts and bits and whatever else.
1: Is that a plugin or is that like cuz I know there's a Streamlabs build of like say OBS also. Right.
3: There is, but the on Streamlabs there's a there's another section that's like the dashboard where you can create overlays for your or widgets they call them widgets there and it's basically you get a url and you plug that into a browser source on your your streaming software and then it pulls that up on on there
1: all right yeah that's kind of what i'm because i was i'm using stream elements and you you make the overlays and it's got the cup on it you know where the bits go in and all that stuff and it's the same it's so it's basically the same thing
3: Right. With stream elements, I had a more difficult time. I think you have to do a full screen. You have to position the elements on that screen, right? Yes. Right. So with stream labs, you can just pull in the individual elements as a as its own little thing. So like I've got I've got an alert box, a chat box and a, um, and a third one that I can't think of right now. But basically, they're three different inputs. And then I, I put them on my layout. You're over it. I yeah. want them, instead of having to do yeah, yeah,
1: that might be have to, have to go. Because on there is like you create the whole overlay. So every time I want to move stuff around, yeah. I have to change right. the overlay in Streamlabs and then do that. Okay.
3: Exactly. And with Pinball, I mean, I'm always changing my layout depending yes. on the game. So there's no way I can, I, can, I can do that.
1: And what's like the most inputs? I've seen streams where you've had six different inputs, seemingly. Like you've had player, let's see, playfield cam, player cam, then like a direct in for the um, video, another direct in for some other screen on the game, another camera pointed at some specific thing on the game, and then maybe one more camera somewhere else.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I can do – on the on the box I use for daily streaming, I can do six inputs. Uh, at Indisk, I had 12 inputs. Jesus. I was using running 12 cameras because we had two wireless rigs plus the roaming camera plus some some room cameras.
1: So if you're using that card that does the 4 HDMI, are you using – the hdmi to usb for the other two
3: for the yeah for my box downstairs i've got it i've got an older card and a uh avermedia aim broadcaster hd it has a hdmi and a vga input and the reason i keep the vga in is because it's uh i need it for the older JJPs or like pirates the uh the small screen is a vga
1: the phone undialed in is also the phone's a
3: vga too yeah yeah so i keep that around for that and then one usb USB to HDMI device for the last one. All right.
1: Any more advice you might give to up and coming streamers out there? Other than don't get upset if you notice only five people are watching your stream or something. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't, don't watch your viewer count. Really? That's, that's the key. Just, just stream as if you, you know, always be talking to the chat, whether anyone's there or not, or anyone's replying or not. If you are streaming and you're not talking, you're just playing the game. uh, No one's going to stick around. So people want interaction. Uh, The more interaction you can make with your chat, the better.
2: All right. Do we have any other ideas, Carl? What you want to do for next games? For your
3: Uh, next game is here. It's ready. I I have a a Stranger Things on uh, on loan from Stern actually.
1: So that 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 happened. They sent me a Stranger Things. Wait a minute. Are they trying to pacify you for the uh, Avengers thing?
3: Good question. I don't know. Uh, I I got the email. I got the offer. I'm like, hey, oh yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's 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 do it. So they sent me a premium with the uh, UV kit. I'm trying. I haven't started yet because I'm trying to see how I can show off how I can show off the game as, as best as possible with the lights. Because I I, th- I almost think I want to have my room completely black, completely dark to show off the the UV and the lighting and the projector. I agree. Just because otherwise – and I've got a uh, – I've, I've started direct capture on the projector. I'm testing that. I, I'm trying to maybe overlay it on top of the existing one so it, it uh, has more saturation on stream. We'll see. I'm experimenting with things before I start it.
1: You should email Stern like, I have everything almost ready. By the way, how's my Avengers playfield coming along? <laughs> yeah. you may want to speed that up if you want the stream to start. Or just game back. <laughs> <laughs> he holds it for <laughs> ransom until like I want my play field. <laughs> <laughs> if you notice
3: he's not saying anything so we're not gonna get him in trouble then oh, right. you know I, the, I i know avengers are out of stock right now too so that's and they're not producing them at the moment right february march i think is the next run
2: yeah uh, i think the last oh. weekend in february to first weekend of march is the premium run
3: yeah so i mean for me I, i'm it's just waiting i don't it's not like i mean what am i gonna do
1: no you just got i out.
3: have people i have people there that i know have been asking about it constantly so it's just a matter of time.
1: So you were supposed to be getting it. Are they going to send you like just a playfield or a populated playfield?
3: It should be a populated playfield. As far as I know, it's a populated playfield. My um, my my big fear is that when it comes, it's warped again. Oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> because I I mean I've seen pictures of these uh, Led Zeppelins that people have put that are, that are completely warped. Yep. and I see the I see the difference. Uh, if you look at a playfield from JJP versus a playfield from Stern, you see the uh, you know how many layers of play Liars. they have. To, yes, yes. Yeah. AJPs are 11 or 13 and the sterns are seven i, I want to say yes. i mean they're it's cheaper wood without question yep. and if they're going to do a price increase that's in my opinion that's where they need to you know step up their game go with better quality wood it's a necessity i think
1: stern needs to get wood oh my uh, b- better wood yes better wood <laughs> okay so what's on the docket mr ron You ready to help us out, Carl? It's going to get silly. All right. Are we doing that first, or are we going to? No, no. Well, we'll, let's see. We'll just we and user license agreement. We talked about that. Let's get into some news. I'm just going to bring up the this week in pinball. Hi, Jeff. News. Hello, Jeff. We're just going to read news from the internet because you know that's what all great podcasters do. Pinball Hall of Fame. They need money. They need money. They need
2: five hundred thousand dollars because of COVID to complete their new building because they were not expecting their numbers to be down originally when they had this whole plan and then COVID, of course.
1: Basically, in 2019, they made $1.2 million, which that's what they kind of expected to make 2020, but they made $500,000. Yeah. So they're short significantly. So they have a GoFundMe currently that's um, they're looking to get $200,000. Yeah. And I saw they're up to seventy five k. Yep, so they're moving it right along.
2: So if you feel like you'd like to donate, you've been there a couple times, you should donate.
1: Because it's going to be a big-ass building, and it's right they on the strip. Be yep. And it's, like, right by the Las Vegas sign. It's actually right by the best place in Vegas, Fry's
2: Electronics. Oh, fr-
1: oh Fry's Electronics. Spoken like a true geek there. Oh, it is. <laughs> Fry's <laughs> I Electronics. Love Fry's. Come on, Carl's lucky. He has them out
2: there by him.
3: Fries? That isn't that an extinct business just about?
1: It is, some people, but for some people it's not. God, fries is It's Radio Shack on steroids? Yes. Yeah.
3: The shelves in here in SoCal, they're bare last oh. time I went there. Oh. I mean the company was on the edge before the pandemic already, so I wouldn't that expect sucks. to be around much longer, sorry. Oh, that's gonna suck.
2: I like that you can go there and just get solder, get a soldering iron, tips, anything like that. Caps chips connectors oh my god yeah so if they go bye-bye we're screwed
1: okay so we got guns and roses collector's editions coming out yes
2: they started building them they'll be on the line for two months so if you so if you got an le on order you're waiting to at least two more months
1: yeah how'd you get yours so soon carl do you know people <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-
3: yeah, my my I, I my distributor is uh Shane at Ace Gogey, uh, on tilt. So uh he he always takes care of me.
1: Oh my. It's tight with Jersey Jack. Uh, I saw they had all the band members games ready. Of course they did. Did you see yeah. that? They had like plaques on them. You wonder if they'll actually ever play them. Will Axel ever play his his game? No. No.
3: It reminds but... me of going back to the Williams days where they used to give games to all the, you know, people that yep. were involved in the game, which is great to see.
1: It is. It's, some of them actually played them. Others didn't. Or some right. didn't get them. Well, Star Trek Next Gen was a Gates McFadden, Crusher, and I think Michael Dorn. Michael Dorn. Neither of them ever played. Their, they were still in the box.
3: Right. Michael Dorn held on to his for the, uh, for his uh, children's college fund. Yes. Yeah. I know when he sold it. Yeah, because uh, the local guy over here uh, bought it, I believe.
1: So, Collector's Edition, more lights, uh, another sound bar, more power, and different art. And the Coma lock. And the Coma physical lock. Yes. Which was interesting. I heard an interview with Eric Meniere where he said that that was originally going to be in the LE. Yep. And they, they costed it out there, so they kept it in the Collector's Edition. Yep. So I guess the Collector's Edition is the only game you could play that has the full, you know, vision well, there's a thing, a, a slam-tilt interview with Tim Sexton, Raymond Davidson, and Dean Grover. You see
0: that? Ooh,
2: those assholes. We Boy, made the we news. Made, we made TWIP. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and our interview actually meant something. Yay! <laughs> it seemed like, no, they actually got some good information out of it, which is great to see.
1: Price increase, uh, on when we talked about that. Led Zeppelin was featured at the Consumer Electronics Virtual Show.
2: Yes, it was by... Uh... By a Stern, they uh, had their ambassador doing it for them. Oh, Jack Danger, yes. So uh, he, he showed off the, I think it was the Pro? Was it the Pro?
1: Or was it both? Hopefully it wasn't warped. ba boom, booms. The Guns N' Roses was featured on CNET.
0: They yep, talked it about, was. by
1: far, the most technologically advanced pinball machine Ever! It's
2: pretty packed when you go underneath that playfield. Oh, and
1: they, they show the collector's edition, which has the, and I love this, the skull shooter. The yes. fact that they didn't screw with the damn knob and make it this huge like thing that you can't, like, especially in a game like this that has a skill shot. That always bugged me if they do the you know, custom shooter rod with a huge, like like they had the Scared Stiff one that was a huge cue ball that was so huge and it was ridiculous because, you know, Scared Stiff, there's an actual skill shot. There's going to be, looks like a the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast started a new venture called Pinswap. That almost sounds porno Yes. In a way. And my mind is really in a bad location, but yes. I see that. It's uh, make money renting your machines. Seems like a good idea. Like a central location.
2: And the Pinball Network has a
1: new website. Yes, they do. Silver Ball Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's the pinball dot network.
1: Oh. Well then there's another thing coming called the pinball show or something, but it's like in Europe somewhere. Yes. So they use the same name. Yes. See no one uses the slam tilt podcast. No one ever would even think about well, that Well you know it, 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 inadvertently, like I never put the word pinball in there. Which seemed like a stupid thing at the time, but now it kind of differentiates it from a lot of stuff, the fact that there is no it doesn't say pinball, it's just slam tilt. Yeah, everyone calls it slam tilt. Let's quiz Carl. Who's slam and who's tilt? Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, like oh, crap. I like to keep our guess on. <laughs> I've
2: been
3: listening forever. Just like...
1: Okay, you got a 50-50 shot. That's true. Who do you think of when you think of like slam tilting a machine? Who's who is more of a slam and who's more of a tilt? Uh, it's, uh,
3: shoot. Uh, I'll say Bruce's slam.
2: We have oh. a winner. Ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, 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 right. ding, 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 ding.
3: You are we correct? A it feels backwards to me because I always feel, Ron, you put your name first on it and Bruce is second. So
1: As it should be, yes. But yes. <laughs> listen, I, there's another thing. Do you get to listen to any podcasts anymore? Because I remember last time you were on in 2017, you listened to the podcast while driving to work, which was a long drive, if I recall.
3: Exactly. So I have greatly decreased my podcast listening yeah, this past year. <laughs> Yeah. I'll pick up some here and there, but yeah, I don't listen to nearly as much as I used to so because of the drive.
2: You're
1: working from home now. Yep.
3: I'm working from home a hundred percent. So okay.
1: me and Ron are not that privileged. Well, do you think, <laughs> do you think, uh, when COVID is over, you will still be working from home?
3: No, I okay. don't. You don't. Well, hopefully I get some additional work at home days. I already work from home on Fridays. Okay. so Hopefully I'll get some more with the, um, since everyone has done it now I was the only one in the department uh, that uh, had a telecommuting agreement So, but now that everyone has they see the benefits to it so hopefully I'm crossing my fingers I'll get more days at home so I don't have to make that two hour one way drive because
1: uh, yeah, yeah, I'm that's... thinking like where I work I just can't see them it's working so well like our call center I can't see them ever coming back in again when they can just take all the calls from their house
3: Yeah. well that makes sense yeah
1: yeah, I mean, just a lot of them. I mean, I'm I'm there because I'm in IT and I have to work on the equipment that's in the building. And, like, facilities is there because it's facilities, it's the building. But there are very few people in our building at this point.
2: Me, I'm an essential, unfortunately, so I have to build
1: stuff. Yes, you're working on NDA-type stuff. NDA stuff. <laughs> NDAs. Okay. Yes. Everyone's nda would Everyone's nda would Ron, did you buy a new pinball machine? Well, I made a road trip this past weekend. An exciting road trip. And it started right after we recorded our last podcast. Where Bruce gets a hold of me. And he tells me to buy, buy, buy. I did. What did you tell me to buy, buy, buy,
2: Bruce? Uh, One of the local guys in Rochester put up two pinball machines. First, he put up an Iron Man, uh, the newer version with the... uh, different side art and everything like that.
1: Yeah. Was it refinery edition or refinery something edition. like that? Yeah, yeah. Something like
2: that. Yeah. And then he also put up an original attack from Mars.
1: Oh, original attack. From yeah. Mars. So
2: it actually had the color DMD in it, the bill Unkit, a couple other good things in there. And I said, Ron, this is a really good deal. You should buy it. And I told him and I told Eric, who is another friend of the show, Eric Russell. And Eric Russell got back to me first and said, Who else did you tell? And I said, well, I told Ron also. He goes, let Ron do it. I don't have the money right now. And Ron came back like three minutes later like, really? You think I should do this? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got nice stuff. So I got him in contact with the gentleman who was selling. And you can tell the rest of the story, Mr. Ron.
1: Well, the thing is, I had been to this gentleman's house at least twice and had played the game before. So it was was a game I was familiar with. So, yeah, I, I went over there. It was what it said it was. It's basically, it's got like black trim on it. It's got the color DMD and, and well, the, the saucer kit, I'm getting to the point where I, I can't remember the last time I saw an attack from Mars. that didn't have the saucer kit in it. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Yeah. Th- th- the thing is it was in his, in his basement. So I, I helped him bring it upstairs, which was fun. He has a very narrow, like um stairway. He does. And yeah. And, and the weather, cooperated ridiculously. So I got out of work early on Friday, drove to Rochester, drove to Zach's house, R Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. And that Saturday, it's like the sun is out. It's like 40-something degrees, which is warm. Well, Carl's there like, oh my god, that's like... (laughs) like (laughs) Chilly-willy. But here, it's just like, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's not even free. I walked out. I was... When he was helping me put it in my car, I had just my sweater on. It was like ridiculous. And I'm like, Damn. The weather is sure cooperating for me here. But while I was there, and Bruce will love this part, I asked if I could play one game, one of his other games. Guess what game it was, Bruce? I know what game it was. I let Carl guess. Oh, come on. You just mentioned it, Carl. Stern gave it to you.
3: Stranger Things, really. Stranger
1: huh? Things. He's got, and this, and this guy, he's a higher end collector. Like, he gets all the LEs and all the games are super pimped out and all that. So he's got a really nice Stranger Things with super enhanced audio. So the audio sounds incredible. Of course, it's got, you know, it's a premium. It's got the, the UV kit in it, all that. And we even, we turn the lights off. I turn the light off, Fired that thing up. And I really like that game, Bruce. I think it shoots good. I love the, the sound on that is incredible. Mm-hmm. The music is awesome. The atmosphere it has. Well,
2: you, you just bought Stranger Things.
1: I did. I di- oh, yeah. yeah I did I from <laughs>
2: It's called
1: AFM. No, it, honestly, the one feed feels way more like um, Medieval Madness when it's coming down the left side. Like, oh, Medieval I, Madness.
2: I yes, I agree. But I mean, the shots itself and the rules, hey.
1: Oh, with the rules. I like the rules.
2: The little... They're a copy.
1: You, you get to the, and I got the total isolation twice and got my, so you got I got Total th- annihilation uh, twice.
2: Congratulations. I got third.
1: <laughs> and I got third, third on the game. And I, I'm i starting to think maybe I should have used that for my, uh, my rewards because they were available. I think that is a, a very, it's super immersive. I was really feeling that game, Bruce. I was really digging the Stranger Things. I, I have to say you're, you're wrong. Uh, no, I'm not. You got the good you got the good Carl's gonna prove it Brian when he Eddie streams game. it, everyone's gonna realize how awesome it is
2: you got the good Brian Eddy game and it's called Attack from Mars. you brought it home you're gonna enjoy that very very much wow, still busting on
1: it, huh? That's the truth how much of stranger things have you played Carl?
3: uh just as, well okay, go back uh, it was last year really and I thought the game wasn't that much yeah, I really didn't it was no. it was dull to me. But yep. after it got here and I played it just the last week or so, just testing it out, and it's it's like you said, it's immersive. The uh I'm drawn into the game. It really has a um it's an experience, I'd say.
1: Yes, that's it. It draws me it draws me in a way that Avengers doesn't. Yo, I
2: agree with that,
1: but it's
2: it's got more interactive and the UV kit is incredible.
1: Oh, you need the UV kit.
2: Yes, yeah. if you don't have the UV kit and you have a pro. And you're, you're playing around with the Pro, you're going, why did I even buy it? You know, the Pro is not even...
1: You still can get the UV kit, you just can't get the screen.
2: I know that, but it's, 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 a, it's, it's really big on that
1: game. I mean, my issues with it are more, that thing has had way too many mechanical issues for something oh, that ter- was tested for a year. You have a, a Bash toy. That's not it wasn't supposed to be a Bash toy. You're supposed to be able to hit it in the mouth. It didn't yes. work. It didn't work when they streamed it the first time. Nope. Stern streamed it. It's never worked. They literally had to change the code to make it a bash toy. And now they made it with you have a walker bomb now with it. A walker bomb. They cuz they didn't really use they didn't use the button. Nope. Um the what is it called? The telekinesis lock. All kinds of issues. Yep. Yeah, Well, they sell you know, someone correct Aren't they selling like a new ramp or some other new part you can get for it just so it works correctly? I don't I don't know, but it's some
3: it's... plastic that changed in the in the top of the ramp. Yeah, yeah there's like an upgrade. You can
1: adjust. Yeah. Well, and then there's also uh, the post. This is the, isn't Stranger Things the ones the post were flying out of the game?
2: Oh, it used to in the beginning, yes. They were chink, chink. And then well, here's the funny thing they were sending when they the operator had, by us had a pro, and they sent them the updated post, and it was exactly the same post. He's like, You didn't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then they finally said, Oops.
1: That to me, it, that's the one thing Stern's got to. I know they make way more games than anyone else, so it's going to be yes, more of a problem, do. but they need at this point well, it sounds like they need better wood, yes, better coil stops yes. it seems like God, that is still an issue still um, so I, I just swapped them out in Deadpool and Star Wars because why not? Because there was the I could see the dust in the bottom of the game from them.
2: It's not even the dust, you can hear it as soon as you hold a flipper Bzzz, you know that coil stops just dancing around and they're not connected or loose, really loose on the rivet.
1: To me, those are the things they really got to focus on more. Yeah. But th- those were the main issues with Stranger Things, these weird like, like and, and they tested this and this thing was, what, a year and a half in development? Yeah. When you think about it, I mean, they hired Brian Eddy, it was announced at um, TPF yep. 2018. So you figure if he started then or maybe a month later, the game came out in, what, December 2019? 18, so, months, so almost. 16, almost, 18 yeah, months, almost 16, 18 months. Yeah, almost a year and a half. That's the part I, I don't I don't understand, but getting past all that.
2: The problem is this. They don't test the games in the field anymore. That's the biggest problem. Yeah,
1: they can't because then they'll just come out like, hey, it's oh, here. Of course.
2: I know, but the, guess what? That's how they knew these games would
1: survive.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, and that's the problem. That is a problem because it's, they could test it all they want in-house. Yep. Like on their one game that maybe they had the, the thing going in its mouth correctly. But when you're mass making these, you know, put like 10 of them on location and the reports are coming back. No one can hit the Gordon's mouth at all. No one's hitting it in like, oh, OK, we have a problem. Maybe we need, need to make a modification with this thing.
3: Yeah, it's like it's like Avengers had that issue with the uh, with the ramp, too.
1: Oh, the Black Widow ramp was
2: terrible.
3: Yeah, but in Infinity Quest, the uh, Black Panther ramp, you know, the ramp that goes from the, you know, the, the ball flying off that ramp all the time. So it worked on their development machines, but none of the production machines. You know, the ball was flying off because the ramp was mismade by the uh, manufacturer. By the manufacturer, exactly. Yes. It was bent just slightly wrong. Yep. Enough that it made the ball fly off the ramp.
2: Yeah, the degree, there, there is a new one. If you there's call up, if you have that up. issue, yes. Yeah, yes. that's
1: the other thing. You got to call up. Right.
2: But at least I think there is a, uh, a bulletin on that. If I go to Spooky, there's no bulletins.
1: There's no manuals. Okay, so since you're on There's that, nothing. you're on that. Let's 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 go to that. So after I picked the game up, and I was at Zach's house, played a bunch of games, fixed a bunch of games, played a ton of ice show. Oh yay! Hey, if you want to learn some cool nudging.
2: Yes. Oh, I agree. I played it. I'm the one to help him work on it originally with the light sockets and everything. Oh my god.
1: I hate how you turn that thing on and off. Oh, you hit it. Yeah, you you bash Damn it. it. You bash it. That's the the belly of it. (laughs) It's so stupid. (laughs) After that, you know, I I left early Sunday morning and stopped by to visit Bruce. Yes, he did. And we played some Rick and Morty.
2: Which is now better than it was the first time you played it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's still, I fixed the, uh, since you were here, I fixed a couple more things.
1: I will say, okay, how do I say this in a nicer manner?
2: You need better quality.
1: Not... Mm, yes, out of the factory, yes. I'm not even talking do. about that part of it. I'm just talking about shooting that thing. Oh, that's clunky as hell. It makes Simpsons Pinball Party look flowy. Yes. Joe Balser would play that and be like, damn.
2: This thing plays great. This thing, No, it's, <laughs> this thing doesn't...
1: This thing's clunky. No, I don't. I mean, I play that thing. You have... It's got... The software is awesome. I mean the whole co- the way they did that with your Morty and all that. The callouts are incredible. Light show is great. Sounds great. But then you play it, and I'm just trying to think of satisfying shots on the game. Like, when you got yours, Carl. Like, could could you make the loop? No. The inner loop at all? No. Nope. No. Nope. I mean, hey. Versus you kind of nope. like rattle. It, it, it'll come around and kind of die near the top, but it has enough to get around.
3: No, not that that one would rattle right around the spinner because of the design.
1: Even on, you know, Bruce has a layer production one. So you have, have a loop two... shot that loops okay. It is it, Sometimes it'll die near the top and just kind of yeah. barely make it. You have the left ramp that's so steep, even Capcom Airborne would say, damn, that's a steep ramp you got there. Yes. The right ramp's okay, but you hit, like, the right orbit. Now, again, these are made for home use. These are not made for location. I don't care what anyone says. Because you hit the right orbit, what happens? The ball comes out... On the left side, like, if you're not ready for it,
2: it's going to go right by your flipper. There
1: is no newbie. There's no new person who's going to play the game and be like, huh? What the hell happened?
2: They needed a flasher there to flash for a millisecond. Something. Just bring your
1: eye down there to go, oh, wait a sec, what's that? And then kick it out. I mean, I knew it because I watched the stream. Yeah. You know, but I mean, your average person, if you're putting this location, they have no clue. It's just that whole right side. And, And then the left side with the... Honestly, the one shot I actually thought was kind of satisfying is hitting it at the very tip of the right upper flipper to get it up into the uh, side, left shot. Into yeah, left they're... shot, yeah. That was kind of nice. And I guess the Denisi lock thing's kind of cool, you know, with the mm-hmm. two-drop targets and hit it back and forth. But, man, you hit that. We were, on Bruce's, we were getting rejects mm-hmm. out of that scoop. And it's, it just sounds clunky. Yeah. I just don't find it fun to shoot. I don't find it fun to shoot.
2: I find it fun for the. I actually find it fun for everything else.
1: Everything else, but I know like, oh, Ron, it doesn't have flow, so you don't like it. It's like, hey, I like Deadpool. Yeah. Did you call Deadpool a flow game? I would call that a flow game.
2: It's just very clunky shots. You're hitting posts more than you're. Ron was saying it. Oop. We should have a game, a drinking game, where if I hit the post or if I don't make a complete shot, I drink. You'd be drunk in I a die? minute. <laughs> You'd be dead. I felt like it was no
1: fear. It was like post hitting mode. It was like boom, clunk, miss. What well, we had the clunk counter. Yes. Of course, I'm not very accurate. To be fair, but man, it was just like I would shoot stuff, clunk, clunk, clunk. I'd have balls where I I'd make one out of ten shots. Yeah.
3: I mean, they're tough shots. They really are, especially so if are. you don't tweak the game. You know, I mean, I when I had the one here, I could get into a flow of shooting. You know, right ramp, left ramp, loop, garage, right ramp, loop, right ramp. You can do it, but it's tough to do. It's Your very Carl. difficult.
2: I know I can barely do it sometimes, but then you get a great game and you're at 45 million. You're going, wow, I really had a great game on this. And then you have 12 games after it that you're sitting there going, Oh my God, why is it such a clunk fest? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, son of a fucking. And then the problem I have is I can't even get a manual for this thing.
1: Oh, they're not manual yet.
2: There's no manual. There's no manual for, uh,
1: for the one before this. Uh, Alice Cooper. There, there's a Alex manual Cooper. for TNA, kind of. Yes. It, gives you, it gives you basic stuff on how the, um, RGBs, yeah, the RGB there's strings nothing. are set up and all that. Yeah,
2: there's nothing. The game has been out for almost, you know, literally a year. Hello, guys. I know you're a small company, but you got to take care of the issues instead of just calling support and going, hey, what's going on here? Well, they are, they are helpful when you call them they're very helpful i will say that but yeah, it's, just yeah. A, it's it's very frustrating since we're used to all these other companies like you look at jersey jack that manual for the jersey jack when you buy it is incredible it's the it's the it's the bomb you know i'd rather pay give me i'll buy a good manual like that
1: but yeah that's my issue with you carl you're too good you are. Too. <laughs> you watch these streams and like, wow, look at Avengers flow. Look how many times in a row you can hit that shot. I can't wait to play this game. And then I play this clunk, game plunk, and, and well, no, it's, I just can't hit the shots as many times. It's just like, oh, look way more fun when he shot it.
2: <laughs> so then wait, Carl, he, after he plays my Rick and Morty, he goes over to my AFM.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, uh, it's like I so uh, made the right decision. I feel at yes. home, except for your massive flipper hop. Which I finally got him to change his mind. This is you, you, you got to really pound Bruce to get it through to his head. Yeah. He's had Flipper Hop on the right side forever on this game. Yep. Yeah, Silverball Saloon. I'm there like, you know, Cliffy sells lane guys. You can get rid of that. Nope. Nope. So we're playing it. We're playing it. We're playing it. And after like the third game, Bruce is like, uh, if you're going to pick up some lane guys, you can get me a pair. Well, he
2: said you was going to buy them first. I got <laughs> he said it. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, did, but did I, I got it to you. Did you buy them?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, but Cliffy's in California, and and he's sending it, you know, U.S. Postal Service, so it'll probably be two months before I get it. Yeah. Totally fine. Why would you want to keep it? Why would you want the flipper hop? Yeah, why, Bruce? In tournaments, it was nice,
2: because people were not used to it.
1: What? Is that like Earthshaker they did at, like, Papa one year, where they made massive flipper hops so you couldn't shoot the ramp over and over?
2: Yes, exactly.
1: So you care that little about your constituents?
2: no I care I wanted to make it harder so they wouldn't be sitting on it for 20 minutes you know think about it if you're really good at Attack from Mars I had people sometimes like Eric sitting there on it for 15 minutes a game 20 minutes a game make it hard make it money
1: and the thing is Bruce your flipper hop is nothing compared to the left flipper hop on my game (laughs) holy crap it makes it so hard to hit either anything on the right side on the fly anything
2: but you got it, you got your a f m you've been begging me for mine for years, and you got one. I got one good choice, Carl for him
3: oh yeah, yeah, it's a great game, yeah, of course.
2: what are your classic favorites? We've never asked you, Carl
3: I don't have any classics left in my collection i my, the oldest game I have now is Lord of the Rings
2: well, that's a great game
3: that's yeah, so I consider that a classic at this point um I mean, how far back do you want to go?
2: Honestly, what when you think of classic, what's the, the three best games you think of that you would, if you were in a tournament, you would say, this is what I want to have in that thing. I happen. know he
3: likes Paragon. Yeah, I was going to say Paragon. That's I love thing. that game. I, I probably regret selling mine, but it's fine.
2: <laughs> I, know, I know that feeling. <laughs>
3: uh, well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm down to, you know, I had 12 games here originally, and now I have five, five to six. So something that had to go, and I keep the modern games at this point, just because they hold my interest for yes. longer sessions. Well, let's see. What are the classics? Um,
2: or if you wanted to buy one, say if you had
1: more room, what would you want if, to buy?
3: If I had more room, I'd pick up another Paragon. I'd pick up a Flash Gordon.
1: So you like pain? <laughs> I like pain. But you don't have Iron Man anymore. Not deep I enough. I don't have
3: Iron Man anymore. Not right. deep enough.
1: I know. Yeah. And TNA probably not deep enough.
3: If I had a lot of space, I would pick up another TNA. I really, really, really enjoy that game a lot. But it just I. In a smaller collection, yeah, it it grows old. So if I could play a game here and there on it, it'd be great. Okay.
2: And what else? What, what, one more game for your older.
3: Yeah, one more game. I'm trying to think of something.
2: Old Stern, Old Bally, Alien old Star. God,
3: Alien Star? <laughs> Star. <laughs> no, not, not Alien Star. I enjoy it, but it it doesn't click with me. It's just a single shot.
2: Yeah, that's all it is.
3: You no. Know? But it's, it's a, a great shot. Great, great single, single, shot. single shot.
2: It's a great single yeah. shot. but it's but it's the only shot that matters, you know.
3: I mean, I yeah. I, I, I might say Simpsons. that's one I let go of a long time ago. Smart that, move. Uh, Smart move. No, no, no.
1: Wow, you let go of yours, Bruce?
2: I did, and guess what? I went to a good person. Clunk,
1: clunk, 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 No, I liked it. Clunk, 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 clunk. Hit the garage. Hit it again. Hit it again. Hit it again.
2: You gotta get up to the top, and then you gotta
1: lock it too. You know, and hit yeah, the yeah. It's so exciting! Hitting the same series of shots over and over and over and over. Wow!
3: I'm gonna look at my collection. What have I sold since I, you know? There
1: you go. That's the way you gotta look at it.
2: What do you want back?
3: Honestly, uh, safe cracker. I'd love to have Safecracker cracker
2: back. That was a great game. I I missed my safecracker. cracker.
3: It's so unique, but again, yeah. it's not. It's for a small collection. It just doesn't no, go well. It doesn't
2: hold you. It Doesn't hold. You. Right. Honestly, at the end, I was just playing the uh the the special mode. You know, the uh, assault, assault, on assault on the, the vault. vault. Yeah, that's all I was playing at the end, just to have fun, you know. Like I had 90 seconds. What can I get? What can I do?
1: Speaking of TNA, I sold mine. You did? I did. I sold mine, Bruce. It's gone.
2: Did you wave it and you say, "See you later, sucker"?
1: Ah, uh, I, I, still like, I still like TNA. i always have a soft spot in my heart for TNA.
2: Did it go to a local person or uh, no?
1: Western Mass. Okay. A uh, younger guy, and by younger guy, probably in his 30s, but you know, a couple of young kids. He didn't have him with him. He picked it up, then I show him the basement, and he's I'd say more of a newbie than uh, in a couple years. And he, he finally he had the proper reaction, the reaction I always hope to get when someone comes down to my basement. <laughs> because usually non plane heads is just like, This is weird. Dude, yeah. what the hell is this? His reaction was, I quote, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah that's what I want well how many games do you have there now, no, no, Ron 24 25 no it's like 29
2: 30 okay say so that's that's a good reaction to have
1: yeah he played a bunch of them it was fun and that's then he good. sent me a picture the next day of his kids playing it so it's going to a, a new home it will make Aww. make a whole family happy so I've Aww. done good in the pinball community so what's up for next
2: sale master Ron what are going to help Bring up.
1: Roller Games is torn down. Okay. So that's next. Um, then probably Spider-Man. That's going to hurt. Yeah, that will hurt. That will hurt. That was my first new one box, Carl.
3: Uh, Never
1: forget your first one. Right.
2: I still have my new first new one box sitting right next to me.
1: My Lord of the Rings. Well, I still have my first game. Yes, you do. Black Knight. Black Knight. Yep. Yep. I got to sell these games to make room for the... What I want to do is... Once I get, you know, the roller games and, and uh, Spider-Man gone, I move the Meteor where Spider-Man was. So now I can actually have the full Stern row, which everyone always complains when they're at my house. Because I have, I have all these classic Sterns, and now I have Spider-Man in the middle of them. And they're like, that's out of place. It's <laughs> like, man, you people are more anal than me. It's like, okay, so I, I can have Meteor, so then there's a full row. And then that will allow me to bring Quicksilver back down and put it in Meteor's place. By the way, I hear your buddy, Zach Minnie, you know, who you just did that podcast with, he considered that the number one most overrated game, Quicksilver? I don't know. What, I know. what the hell? <laughs> no, it's not. No. 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 Uh, the art sucks. I'll give you that. The art
2: sucks. Totally Green agree. Green
1: penises but... are not really where it's at, but still, come on. Two spinners. Two spinners.
2: And a sweepable drop target is better than half the games. All right, all right.
1: I'll talk in a way that Zach Minney can understand.
2: Okay, right, here we right. go.
1: Okay. So what you do, Zach, is you connect the soundboard. You put a subwoofer, an external, big external subwoofer under the game. And then you crush that spinner and have a religious experience.
2: No, no, no. You have to do one
1: more thing. Oh, you then you, you need big... to put a topper. You have the big yeah, green you penis. Big
2: 12-inch vibrator. <laughs> yes.
1: G- green. A green vibrator. And you green put it on vibrator. top as a topper. So every time you hit the spinner, it like it's like the um, fish in shakes, fish tails. Yep. There you go. You do these two things, and you will completely change your mind about Quicksilver. There. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Wow, that's pretty bad. (laughs) Green vibrating on top of the machine. I'm just thinking of the thing going like you know (laughs) fishtails. I like fishtails. I like fishtails.
2: Fishtails is great.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes that's not a popular opinion. I know a lot of people do not like fishtails. It's a little unbiased, the scoring, you know. Unbiased? You mean unbalanced? Unbalanced, sorry.
2: Unbalanced with the, you know, the, of course, the, the spinner shot, you know. But I do like, once you get in the multiball, you have control of your destiny. That's the best thing about it. I that. love
1: that you can do the two different ways. You can do the monster fish, but if you're playing someone who actually does the multiball and gets the supers, like, oh, shit, got that. like, yeah. to do that. Like, you have to do that. I like that part of it.
2: That's what I like about that game also. It's not deep, but there's different challenges.
1: I feel when you have as many games as my, you get in different moods. Like, I'm definitely in the Bali, 90s Bally William mood currently. Sure. Like, they're just so fun. Like, they don't have near the amount of call-outs, but the call-outs they have are so good. You just repeat them over and over again.
2: The game does that too.
1: It's like, being invaded, born and checked from Mars! You know. No one misses with the USA. Just pretty yeah. much all the quotes in that game are good. Yep, I agree. Damn, you're some ugly Martians. Well, someone hit one of those things. You, know, you again, or you get your Martian multi-ball, or you're trying to start it, and you get all you know, three of the Martians and the fourth one's just there and he's there. Oh no! Yeah. Or if you get in, the, or if you uh-huh, I miss trying to, you, yeah, you're trying
2: to hit it. You know, ha ha ha, miss me? Oh, know, miss me? <laughs> when you get in the the kickout hole.
1: Yeah. Here we go, tech corner. I'll do some tech stuff here, because we have people like tech stuff. I'm sure Carl loves tech stuff. I have one of the weir- weirdest thing about the Attack from Mars that I got. It had like a, a hack, but it was the weirdest thing. And I-, I don't really understand why it was done. I understand why one part was done the way it was done, but I can't understand the other part. Are you ready? So visualize mm-hmm. the game in your head. I'm looking right at it. So what had happened, the left slingshot, the upper post... You know the post that actually goes through the plastic post had broken at some point in its life, okay. And they didn't have the right part, obviously. So what they did is they took like a three-inch number eight screw, and they put it in from underneath the playfield through the T-nut. Oh no! Yeah. You know, <laughs> up through and then put a nut through it. So from the top of the playfield looks fine.
4: Yes. You lift l- the playfield up and
1: you see the thing sticking out like, oh, that's weird. If it was just that, it'd be like, okay, that's obvious. They didn't have the part. They did that, fine. But when I first lifted the playfield. The service rails, the left service rail was loose. What the hell? I pull it out, where it's mounted, on the bottom where it mounts to the playfield, was not in the correct spot. It was mounted to where that screw was. So that screw was going through it. Oh, God. I have no idea why. And then they put a lock washer in the middle of the screw, so it was kind of pressing against it, but it was still loose.
2: <laughs> Yikes.
1: You know, <laughs> And I'm trying to think, why... Why would you – is there something busted where it would normally mount? And luckily, it's Attack from Mars, so there's a zillion high-res photos of the thing out there, of, you know, play field up and all that. So I'm looking where – like, yeah, it's supposed to mount here. It's supposed to mount where the little mini post is, the metal mini post. It goes all the way through the play field, and it, it mounts to that. That's where it's supposed to be mounted. And it looked fine. Like, I don't understand. So I moved that. I took the screw out, moved it back where it's supposed to go. I mean, it's close to a socket like a light socket maybe they mm. was afraid it was gonna short to it
4: I don't, I, I don't understand
1: I don't, I don't understand why that was moved and I already got the part from Marco I've replaced the um the metal post and it's back to um factory factory that was a weird one I don't really understand that the other thing is he had he had these like um not the mirror blades but some kind of metal blades on the sides and they were impinging like lifting the playfield field up and down Oh. Because the screws that went through them, they were flatheads, but they didn't go in enough. They didn't go; they oh, weren't gosh. flat. And even even then, it, were, it was quite. It was thick enough that you know I lift the playfield up and it keep getting stuck. Like what the hell am I hitting on? I was hitting on the screws, so I removed those entirely. Good boy. And, and now that that's fine. The other thing is it had a um, blackout board in it, like a little mini board from um, yep. Pin Bits.
3: Yeah. Yep.
1: Oh, so you're familiar. So it it ties in because. Oh yeah, Attack from Mars. This is my first WPC 95 game. Wow, did they get cheap? <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, man! If I was an operator at the time, I'd be like, "Oh man, they can't be doing good." I didn't realize the entire speaker panel is all plastic now. Yes. Instead of it used to be wood and had a little yep. like the, the no, you know, no, no art of course.
2: No, the best part is Ron. I will tell you the best part about WPC 95s. The tub. No. No, what's the best part?
1: The smaller
2: fuses you have to now Oh, stock. yeah, I saw
1: that. It's got the smaller like European fuse I'm like oh mm-hmm. shit, I don't have any of those. Nope. And then I take the back glass off. It's like, "Oh yeah, it has the tub." So what yes. what it is instead of a back glass and then like an insert panel that you open, it's all one part. So it actually has a plastic tub with all the lights on it that's attached to the translight to the glass. It's such a pain. When you take it out, you have to unplug a connector every time if you want to remove yes, it. Do. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrible.
2: It is nice for one thing, though. If you have to access both sides of the machine, it's nice. Like, say, if you're trying to go into the back box and it's gone, that's nice. Well, yeah. yeah, I
1: follow that's, you. Yeah. That's the nice part about it. The other thing they cheapened out on is they went from the five triacs to the three triacs. So they have three GI strings in the game instead of five. Yes. Which the previous games do. So they, they, they have three GI strings on the play field, and the head is just always on. So someone had, i guess, guessing the previous owner, had gotten a, um, they're from PinBits, blackout board, and all it does is it ties into the GI for the, uh, the other GI strings, and it will turn the lights in the head off when the, the GI in the play field goes off.
3: Right, yeah. good for strobe.
1: Oh, yeah, it's yes. good for multiple things. It makes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the multi-ball intro sequence looks way better because the lights actually go off, and you see all the flashers in the head. It's better for video mode because it actually goes off. And, yes, yeah, especially strobe multiball, it's like it probably should have looked to begin with. But it, it, the game is totally led So I did my usual. I, I got both the LED OCD board and the GI OCD board and put them in, and it's like, well, how do I use the blackout board now? Because you can't use it. It doesn't fit in the breakout box that comes with it. No. But I didn't realize, and I was looking at it. You can program the you can program the board to do exactly what the PinBits board already does. Oh,
2: nice.
1: You can take because it'll show five strings, and it'll show three of them as like input one, two, and three, and then the other two will just say always oh, on. It's like, hmm. Well, what's input one? Input one is the lower playfield GI. Which is what the pin bits one was keying off of. Like, hmm, I wonder if I make, if I put input one for the strings four and five, what will happen? And sure enough, I have controllable GI. Woo-hoo! And it fades That's off nice. and on just like it should. It doesn't like just go off and on, it does the fading and everything. Mm. So, my another recommendation for the OCD boards. I love them. I got them in multiple games. If you're going to LED those things, you need them. The newbie guy that came over and brought my TNA. I had him play Attack from Mars, and he's like, you know, is this all this is all LEDs, huh? He's like, yeah, hard to see, ain't it? He's like, oh, yeah, I was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my brief tech corner, I guess. Do you have any uh, – what what did you do your Rick and Morty, Bruce? What did, what did you have to do? You said you did more stuff.
2: I lowered the, uh, the drop target because it was hanging up when you were playing it. It hung up on the ball. The ball hung up on the top of the drop – behind the drop target. For one side, still playing with the drop, the pop bumper that sometimes works and sometimes doesn't work. I've moved the spoon now two or three times. It's killing me.
1: Do they have EOS switches on those, on that game?
2: Uh, no, they do not.
1: Oh, like, no, yeah, they do. No, they do. Yeah, Actually, they do have it. TNA did not.
2: Yeah, no, use that's right. They do have EOS switches, and you know, I've played with that too. It's uh just like every time I play it, I'm like, oh, I, gotta, I have a list. Of, I have a piece of paper on my computer desk, which is right behind it. What do I have to do the next time I go into it?
1: That shouldn't happen. Well, then you also have Carl's streaming Guns N' Roses. What's with the, the flipper coil temperature? What is with, and we talked about this before in a podcast, everyone uses the Williams parts, but none of them seem to be able to duplicate Williams feel or you know, we played me me and Zach we played a long game of Congo we got to the like whatever the wizard mode in that thing is like the diamond multi-ball like twice played it for like 30 minutes straight turn it off like okay put your hand on the coil it's like oh, it's a little warm
3: yeah no these things are burn your finger hot yeah. yeah yeah
1: I mean any theories like why why this seems to be a difficult thing and they're using dual wound coils right they're using the same coils as their Williams coils Right, just yes, there.
3: Yeah, I have no idea. I really don't.
1: I mean, I just th- would think this is something you'd want to get because you said you had burn marks on one of the wrappers. Like it was brown. Yeah, one of the wrappers is discoloring
3: from from the yeah. heat. Yeah,
1: that's just wow. crazy. So Carl has to get fan kits to put on there so it doesn't <laughs> so it doesn't right, get so too hot. I'm helping pen
3: Monk, Vic Ireland to uh, to build that fan kit for JGP like he did for Stearns. I mean, I have my Stearns. I, I put it in Stranger Things just in case. I put one in uh, in Avengers.
1: If you talk to him, can, can he put one? Can he do one for earlier Stearns pre Spike, like Sam Spurns? Oh, it, you know, eventually I think everything will have it. It is a, it is on Iron Man because you know my Iron Man is fine at the beginning, and right. then it'll start to get a little weaker. And the problem is, I don't want to put the you know the Super Lord of the Ring coils in there because then it'll be Woohoo! too then it'll be ridiculously powerful, and then it'll eventually weaken to where it should be. That's not, that's not really what I want.
3: Yeah, I added fans to my Lord of the Rings. I mean, my own, like, a year ago. Yeah. And a big 8-inch, you know, you know, CPU fans. That's pretty sad.
1: Well, it's sad, is they're using the... Stern's still using the single-wound coil.
3: Right. Yes, they were.
1: Why? why, why? why I'd love to have a, an engineer from Stern and ask why on WWE they did the dual-wound. They did it over one game, and then they went back.
2: And it worked, and it worked. It actually feels stronger on WWE. Like
1: what was the issue?
2: Why
3: did they go back? Single well, wound's well, cheaper, right? You would think. Uh, okay. It's a cost-cut thing, maybe? It's one less transistor, less winding on the coil.
2: If we're worrying about that and the field not being, you know, uh, just... I think some things we have to figure out that shouldn't be cost-cut.
3: <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, what's interesting about these temperature readings is that the Stern single-wound coils have been cooler in general, than the uh, dual wounds on JGP yes. games.
1: Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, at least with Spike, they seem to be holding up pretty good. I mean, I think if you have a really long game of Avengers, you're probably going to have issues with those those ramps. Yes, I think yeah. you do a little bit. But with the, the Jersey Jack games, it's just it, they don't in low voltage situations, it's a problem.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's like the, the diverter on on Guns and Roses. It's a dual wound coil and it's always you know, held in with the five volts, it's surprising it gets as hot as it does.
1: Yeah. Damn it. God damn it, Jim. You were hoping for good stuff, weren't you? Well, it's just it, the only reason I have, like, if, if you have new technology, like, if those, those new opto, whatever, those sensors, things that are in Guns N' Roses that they're using for, like, the, you know, that are underneath the playfield, if they had issues, it's like, this is a new thing. Like, okay. You know, this is a brand new thing we're doing. So there might be some issues here and there. But the whole dual-wound coil, flippers that don't get 200 degrees, they had that kind of perfected in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. So why is it so much of an issue now? So I'd love to have an engineer, and it's like, well, obviously, it's because of this. This is why. Because the way they're doing this and this, and it has to be this way. Like, okay. Then it'll shut me up. Well, don't the flippers go through
2: on – they go through the spike system, you know, 3D node boards – so they kept the pulse the same for the coil, and it seems like it – honestly, they feel the best, the Stearns, even though they're not using Williams' mechs.
1: Oh, yeah. They still feel the they best. They feel they're the snappiest of anyone I've, yeah. I have. And I've played everything. What do you, what do you think, Carl? Like, I played yeah, I play I Spookies. well, TNA flippers were strong as hell, but they, even they were getting weak when me and Bruce were playing it. It was getting big-time yep. weak by the oh, yeah. end.
3: Yes, Spooky has the same issues as J.J.P. They get, they get too hot, and there's a kit for them.
2: But yeah, now now they have the EOS switches on there, and the, their response to me when I had weak flippers was turn up the voltage <laughs> on the forty-eight volt uh, for the forty-eight volt power supply in the back. You know, that was their you know help, and it did help a little bit. But it's just like oh, I hate really? to keep harping
1: on it, but it's the damn flippers. It's the main interface between you and the game, and this wasn't. If I play a long game of Attack for Mars, the flippers aren't going to die on me or like catch Ooh. on fire. <sighs> okay. All right, I'm going to gonna, I'm gonna get off that soapbox. Okay, get off that soapbox, All why right. don't you? Ready for the ball bag?
2: Oh, I love the ball bag. <laughs>
1: but do you want to do our other thing before the ball bag or after no, the ball we'll go, bag? No,
2: we'll go after the ball bag. We'll
1: go after the ball bag? Cause, yes. okay,
2: Leave the best for last.
1: Oh, yeah, or the worst. Or the worst. Carl is nervous. He's been warned that it could He's get really... He's been warned. Okay, so... Uh, email. First email here from Scott. Our Scott. Our Scott. How you doing, Scott? How you doing, Scott? Correcting me. Uh, the Oliver who does pin browser is different than the other Oliver that did the code for my stargazer. You thought they were the same. Two European guys named Oliver doing code and somehow they're different guys. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. I'm sorry. I screwed up. Another correction. Fail. I, I fail a lot. This is from, um, Jim. He says, "Hi guys! Thanks for all the Hi, awesome Jim. content. I wish for more technical talk, though. Well, we kind of—oh boy, maybe, you got a lot of it
2: today. <laughs> wanted to
1: tip you about this thread on Pinside, and he sent a link. And it is a very interesting thread. You'd like it, Bruce. It has no drama, and it's all tech. Good. It's uh, from a user called Dumbass. Literally, that's his username. Excellent. Uh, I already like him, and he's just making tons of Williams boards." Basically, he's doing I'll just read just one little excerpt. Excerpt. Is that right with a P? or yes. ex, PT. Excerpt. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I want to make sure I get this right. Okay. Yeah, he's selling these. All boards that are listed are bare. They are also available complete. Complete boards are fully socketed but do not contain processors or EPROMs. Boards that originally supported batteries now support batteries with an external connector or optional VRAM and VRAM. So basically, he's selling like the bare bones boards with nothing on them, and they are silk screened to a level I've never seen. If you somehow screw up putting something on this board, you can't read. <clears throat> everything is silk screened exactly what component you're supposed to put in, the orientation, everything is right on the board. There's so much writing on the board. So he's selling those and some that are, that are populated, but you still have to get stuff for it. Okay and all kinds of different boards, and, and like, display boards, specialty boards, just check, um, just look for dumbass PCB on uh, Pinside, and go to the first, the first post will have all the stuff he has. Good. And you see other people on the thread that are giving thumbs up, like, you know, Chris Hibler. I trust him.
2: Yes, I do, I trust Chris very much.
1: Thank you for the heads up, Jim. Maybe we should be on Pinside more often. Nah. Nah. My sanity. We'll just have our <laughs> listeners will tell us when there's something we actually should read. Like
2: other listeners have told us about other things, about other shows.
1: Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> this is from Pete. He has a Quicksilver question. All right. The most overrated game around, according to Zach mini Yes. Ron and the artist formerly known as Bruce, the middle finger. Woo-hoo! The middle finger. I have been searching for a Stern Quicksilver for a long time now and finally have a lead on one. My question is... What are your thoughts on the rule set? Would you change anything if you could? Hmm.
2: hmm. Yeah, maybe if you, like, did something to add a letter to make it. Like, if you couldn't. Like, some of the letters up top. A spot a letter? Hoping, yeah, like a but spot But they already have because... that,
1: though. You complete the uh, drop targets. This, you sweep yeah, the drop target back and it I gives know. you a letter. You want another way.
2: Yeah, another way. because, Or maybe getting that hole on the side, you know. I would say some way know.
1: to make spelling Quicksilver a little easier because, yeah, man, totally. it hardly ever happens. I know. Uh, yes, has Soren or Scott made any ROMs to update the rules? Um, I think the only, the only ROM I know of, Scott made one that resets the multiplier. Yes. And okay. I had him make a special one for me that swaps the sounds. I wanted the really deep hum, awesome sound to only occur when the spinner is lit. You have to earn that sound.
2: Not just get it at the beginning.
1: Yeah, more like Stargazer. Stargazer has that, that low hum sound when it's lit. I kind of wanted to replicate that. But if you get the chance to buy it, buy, buy, buy. Well, unless it's like, you know, $8,000. Oh, yeah, no, it yeah, is no. overpriced. They were right about that. Oh, yeah. And they're yes, overrated. It. it is way too expensive. What do you think of Quicksilver? Fun. It's a great game.
3: It's way overpriced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you, bastard. I bought one
3: when I saw one a thousand for 1000 bucks. you know, however many years ago.
1: Oh, I know. It's a game that's so good that people look past green penises. Think about this. The art is so bad, but people still just look past that because the game is so good. I think the crappy art proves that it's an awesome game. Yep. I have one more I'll save till next week because it's really silly, and we're about to do something that's really silly.
2: Okay, we're good at silly.
1: All right, so to make a long story short on this one, so Bruce is on this other podcast where you talk shit about somebody, a certain other podcaster who we don't mention. We don't mention. Yeah, but you do. No, I do. Yeah. I wasn't on the show. It turns out you you apologized to him.
2: I I I must have because he got a letter stating that I did when I didn't.
1: Yeah, basically the the, the one thread the one thread we're in that has people who listen to his podcast, they informed us that um Bruce apologized and Bruce was very surprised to hear this.
2: I never fucking apologized to anybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i don't (laughs) so basically he he read a fictional like email on on the podcast of bruce's apology
2: he said i was feeling i felt bad that he got covid which i I didn't didn't even know that because i don't listen to him then he said i was congratulating on him and his wife having a baby i didn't know he was pregnant or his wife was pregnant i didn't know they were expecting so i will say that congratulations on that that's a happy joyous occasion I never said it before that.
1: The brilliant Ugh. thing about this is you just make it up, and then it, if you ever come back, it's like, hey, I got an email that said this. I had no way to know it wasn't from you.
2: Unfortunately, I do have proof that I did not send it first, and second, that he has been trying to contact me, and I did not acknowledge his contact. He is not a friend of my Facebook and he sent me all these things saying, you should talk to me, man. You should talk to me. Okay,
1: okay. Well, so. so instead of turning this into the thing no one wants, Podcaster Wars 2021, the final who gives a fuck, let's make a positive out of this. Because the more I thought about it, and this is, this is, you wonder how much we think alike sometimes. I was thinking of this, and I was thinking, you know, if we read some kind of fictional emails on the air and made them, like, funny, it could be like a segment. And then when I went over to visit Bruce, before, when I was leaving Rochester, he like, Bruce, you know, that whole thing with the email, I have an idea. And then he says, well, I have an idea. And then he literally says, my exact idea.
2: <laughs> so we're like, idea.
1: okay, we're on the same page, it sounds like.
2: We are always on the same page, usually.
1: But if we're doing this.
2: Yes, we are. We've got to put
1: some effort into we this. We need to put some effort in. We need to make it very obvious that these are not real emails. Oh, so we So really? we need our puppets.
2: Our huh? puppets to read them, yes. I say they should be finger puppets, so my finger puppets. middle finger Here's goes the middle finger, it. yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. Are we familiar with Puppet Pals? Love or have Puppet we Pals. Least heard of Puppet Pals? I think, Carl, you've heard, you've heard of Puppet Pals.
3: Heard of Puppet Pals, yeah. I haven't listened yet, but I've heard of it. I know about it.
1: Well, they're exclusive to the Pinball Network, and they're very expensive to try to get. So I couldn't get them for no, our segment.
3: Couldn't.
2: No, we tried. We, oh, we oh. slaved
1: over it. So we got our own puppets. Yes. Slammy and Tilty. Yes. And they're going to help us read this fictional letter, or this fictional email. We even have a name. Yes. What are we going to call it, Bruce?
2: No, I'm going to let you do it. You're the man. You're the man.
1: It's called Fairy Tale Email. And this could be either good or bomb horribly. If we don't do it again, then obviously it bombed.
3: We
2: even have intro music for this. We have
1: intro music. Are you ready for this, Bruce? I'm ready. Are you ready for this, Carl? I don't think Carl's uh, ready. I, I, I'm
3: terrified right now. You
1: should be terrified, because <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say. That's, that's This This. is all in the cup. I have no script. We do not <laughs> no work script with scripts that... here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the song's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome to another episode of Fairy Tale Email.
0: Hi there! I'm Tilty. And I'm Slammy. And it's time to have our new segment. Hopefully, we're on here longer than one segment. Hopefully, this lasts. I don't know. I don't know, but it's called Fairytale Email. And we're going to have an email that we're going to read on the air. Oh, yay! Hold on, I'm going to get it up right now. Oh, you're going to get it up all right. Oh, oh, very funny, Slammy. Okay, this email is from, um, let's see, the email address says uh, lropp at prodigy.net. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, wait a minute, it's sent directly to Bruce. Oh, uh, fuck. Says, hello, Bruce. I am Lonnie Rop. You may know me from Stern Pinball, as you continually talk shit about me on your podcast. (laughs) What's your problem, man? I've been in the industry over 30 years and created some of the greatest games in pinball, but you keep talking shit about me on your podcast. What's the matter with you, Bruce? You giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-faced, dickhead asshole. Whoa! Whoa! Seems like he's got a problem with you, Bruce. What does he say? Um, I demand an apology on air. Bruce doesn't usually apologize, does he?
2: Lammy knows he doesn't apologize to anyone. All he does is give the middle finger out to people.
0: Hold on, he's got some more details here. Uh, You Uh, must apologize. If you do not apologize, you will see that I have a special set of skills. Skills I've developed over a long period in pinball. So if you apologize now, that will be the end of it. If you don't apologize, I will put endless storm callouts in our upcoming ELO pinball machine. Oh, no! P.S. LOL, just kidding. We would never make a game for that shitty band. Fuck you, Bruce. Wow. Goodbye.
2: Way's that guy. Uh, Lonnie Rapp has never made a rule set easier. Never. He's never done anything. He's so copy ish, it's not even funny. Oh, my God. How could you think that he would be original?
0: You know, Slammy, you keep going on about this. Stranger Things is a great game. It's a copy. No, it's not. It's a great game. Carl D'Angelo is right here. He's going to tell us how great Stranger Things is. Isn't it great? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I should change my mind now. Okay. Carl, the voice of pinball, says Stranger Things is great. Lonnie Rop rules. Bruce apologizes. Probably never. Never. That concludes this episode, possibly one time only, of Fairy Tale Email. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Tilty. Goodbye, Slammy. Goodbye, Carl.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Wow. We paid these. I hope we didn't pay these guys.
1: Oh, I hope we didn't pay them. Oh, good. Cancel, if we did, cancel the check, Ron. Cancel the check. I can't wait for the, just the vehement hate mail of that segment. I, I cannot wait. I can't Torian. wait. And poor Carl had to go through that. Thank poor you, Carl. Carl's <laughs> <laughs> Carl like, wow. Wow. Uh, we got a new review on uh, Apple Podcasts.
2: Nice. How bad is it?
1: Three, st- three stars. We got three stars, so it's not terrible. Uh, it's from Rick is My Name. He says, Great podcast. If you enjoy hearing poor imitations of 20 year old pop culture references, Stewie, Beavis, King of the Hill, they're all here.
2: Wow. So he's pretty lame as it is also. Oh,
1: they're, they're shorter. <laughs> they're shorter comments. This isn't the other pod. The other I know. I'm you know. Well, he said Stevie, not Stewie.
2: So he's really stupid. Maybe you do his Hey, you do a great. Wow, Stevie Wonder. You've
1: guaranteed we've lost another listener now.
2: I'm great. That's great.
1: Oh, you Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. OK.
2: <laughs> I just called to say this podcast sucks. Dun, 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 wait, a minute, dun. wait a minute. Wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute. Is that Stevie Wonder? Yes, it is. I thought that was... Okay, I was thinking Lionel Richie for some reason. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Can you confirm? Okay. <laughs> Carl is confirmed. Oh, damn, I'm usually better at that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Carl's like, what did I get myself into? Is this almost <laughs> over? Oh, God. God. All right. I think that's about all I have. Um, we could probably mention this because by the time this airs, this will already be out. But... Um, yes. Congratulations, Ron. Congratulations, Bruce. We have both been reach around.
2: Yes, we have. We earned a reach-around.
1: hmm And Carl is involved, too.
2: Carl's oh, yeah. involved also. He presented a reach-around. That's right. And I think you were in a running for one also, too, I think.
1: No, I, I think the reach-arounds are to people they don't like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they like Carl. They don't like us. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but congratulations, guys, Marty and Jeff. Definitely. Thank you for the reach-around. We'll be expecting ours in public.
1: no. You can give Bruce his. I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. I want a,
2: I want my reach around.
1: Oh, all right. So that's it's been episode 159 of the Slam Till Podcast. The one thing I did forget to mention last week is we can be found at slamtillpodcast.com. Upper right, all our links are there. Facebook, our uh, Twitch channel, I'm trying to stream more lately, YouTube channel. Uh, we can be reached at slam podcast at com.
2: I didn't know Stewie was off the air now and Gene Simmons doesn't sing for kiss anymore. And you know, uh, wow. And, and I thought Beavis and Butthead was coming back on the air again. So wow. You're still
1: on that. Yes. See, you, you learned something. Just don't, don't get him going. This is, this is <laughs> what I have to deal with.
2: And that's what he has to edit usually, but this one's staying in.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Just for you. It'll stay in. Thank you, Carl D'Angelo. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. As always. What's your channel? Please plug Channel's away.
3: Plug away. It's uh, IE Pinball on Twitch.
2: Yes. If you have not subscribed to IE Pinball, please do. It is a treat whenever it pops up. Usually later at night on the East Coast, I will admit, and, but I'm sitting in bed, and my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, watching Carl.
3: Uh, we get, <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's 7 on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific, of course. But then uh, 11 and on Saturday and 2 p.m. on Sunday.
1: So if you're playing your Avengers or your Jurassic Park or your Guns N' Roses and thinking, man, I wonder what a good player would do playing this game. Carl is the person you want to watch.
2: Definitely. And Carl, what you do have next year at Indisc, you will have me and Ron there. Awesome. Yes. Glad to Steve. have you. Yes. We, I have no business right now, so I'm going out this year.
1: If you're going to Indisc next year, which of course you are. Make sure when you get there, if you, you go to LAX, make sure it's super late. Yes. And drive not at night. Not during rush hour. <laughs> well, well, not during any time during the day. I, you literally yeah. need to get there, say, 9, 10 at night and then drive into the hotel. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. your best bet. If you come any other time or maybe, you know, 3 in the morning, 4 in the, but after a certain time, you're screwed. You're going to take three, 3, and a half hours to drive how many miles? It was, it was less than, it was like 50 miles? No, it's got to be more than that. It's about
2: 80. About 80. I think it's
1: 80. Okay. Alex, yeah. All right. So thanks, everybody. Um, anybody, and no, one, no one got back to us to say, please mention us. So screw y'all. Okay. Screw y'all. But yes, fun with bonus. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Slammy and Tilty. coming to you from beautiful upstate new york this is oh i screwed up wow that's a first in a while wow oh oh sorry it's the afternoon yeah that's right it's carl's fault (laughs) say goodbye bruce goodbye slammy and tilty probably will after that segment